welcome, welcome, welcome. I bet you didn't expect to hear my voice right now to start it off. I bet you didn't, but that's what you got now. All right, today is Wednesday, okay? Today is Wednesday, and we're doing something a little new here at Fantasy Sports Cave. It's we're going to be some dudes that I just made up the name. It's called Wild and Wednesday. We'll see how that goes. Hey! We'll you know, like that? Like, uh, there we go, okay? Uh, anyways, <laughs> anyways, y'all, this is going to be my this is gonna be my part of the pod, my part of the podcast. Um, it's going to be more of a betting centric podcast. So if this if this is your cup if this is your cup of tea, then trust me, we're in for a wild ride. If not. Well then, I guess you already heard anyway, so might as well stick might as well stick around, right? And before I do go into into uh, what the news are, let me just say we do have a we do have a giveaway at the very 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 end of the podcast. I said very too many times, but I will let my friend Lucas explain that podcast or listen that giveaway when due time. But let me tell you guys, it is a good it's a great giveaway, something you do not want to miss, and do not skip ahead because we might get clues in the very in the middle of it at some point. So mm-hmm. do not skip ahead. All right. But now that we're on, now that we're on, wait, guys, how are we doing today? Oh, we're doing great. Oh we're my doing goodness. fantastic, man! All doing right. great. Ready doing for this podcast? Ready? Are you ready for this podcast? Ready for this football season? Though is that the real question? Yes. It's I'm, tomorrow. I'm it's ready. Tomorrow. That's right. It's tomorrow, Thursday, huh? Thursday. It's of course we got the we got the Chiefs facing the Texans, of course, in, in a Thursday night game. But before we before we talk about the games, before we give our predictions and stuff, we do have some news uh, to get out of the way. Firstly, we have DeAndre Hopkins uh, becoming the highest-paid wide receiver. I believe the highest-paid wide receiver, That's if I'm not mistaken. Lucas? Oh, uh, no, he's not. The, but not, that was Jalen Ramsey. But Jaylen. DeAndre Hopkins, what made his news interesting is because he did his extension without an, an agent. So there you go. that's what is kind of the biggest buzz behind that deal is the fact that he didn't have an agent and he doesn't have anyone to pay because of that contract. And he's just shaking up the game, kind of how, like, LeBron kind of shook it up when he uh, – who was his buddy that hit his agent? Um, oh my gosh! Uh, Maverick card? No, Maverick card? No, 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 no. Um, oh, Rich Paul? Rich is it Rich Paul? Paul? Rich Paul? Yeah. Rich Paul, yeah. And so how he totally shook, shook up the NBA aspect, the landscape with with that whole thing. And I think maybe DeAndre Hopkins could be starting a trend here with representing himself. So that's just really interesting. But shout out to two years, uh, fifty-four million uh, contract, forty-two of that guaranteed. There yeah, we go. Nice contract. Good, good for him, huh? Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. And speaking of nice contracts, we got an even bigger one coming from the city of Los Angeles, of course, the city we all live in. Uh, we got one coming from Jalen Ramsey, who just got paid five years, $105 million, $71 million of that Sheesh. is guaranteed, becoming yeah. the highest paid cornerback of all time. Uh, what are you guys thinking about that money? Is he deserves it? Deserves it, yes or no? Too much. I think it's a little too much. I think okay. he has to show it a little bit. I do like him, though. I think he's a top yeah. five corner, but... Ooh, 71 million guaranteed. Damn. Yeah. It's a lot. Big boy money. It's a a big contract for a team that's already has two big contracts to Aaron Donald and one to Jared Goff. So I don't even know. Um, I mean, we'll see how it turns out because I don't live in this Rams team right now and they just keep paying players. I really think they should take their franchise in a different direction. We'll see how it pans out for them, though. I mean, good job for Jalen Ramsey. I want him to reunite with Derwin James on. But uh, yeah. I mean, he's still in LA for five more years. Seventy-one million guaranteed, though. Wow, that's that's, that's a, crazy. That's a lot of money with those draft picks they spent on him, though. You, I feel like he, they had to pay him that much, or they had to pay him uh, somewhat of a big chunk and change for him to stay there. Move, oh, also, before we move on to the next contract, uh, we do have to. Well, actually, this contract. This is also a contract as well. Of course, we also have to mention Tre'Davious White. He got paid on Saturday, um, but of course, this all got overshadowed by uh, Jalen Ramsey, and now Tre'Davious White is the number two 
cornerback getting paid. Uh, uh, anyway, speaking of number two, Odell. Oh, wait, no. Is that, is that at the end? We're talking about Odell at the end. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Again. Odell, okay. We'll talk, we'll talk about Odell at the end. Okay. All right. So now the big contract that we were all waiting to see what was going to happen with it. A guy who looks like Samson from the Bible. We got Jadavion Clowney to the Titans on a one-year deal. I believe it was $15 million, if I'm not mistaken. That sound about right? It does sound about right. I'll, I'll uh, okay. verify that for you right no, now. All right, all right. But let's just say, uh, for tax purposes, it's about two million dollars. So don't that IRS, you're welcome. I got you. Did, did it's, uh, yeah, it's a fifteen million, uh, and then twelve million plus with three million in incentives. So okay. that's what it is. Nice, okay. nice little one-year contract. You know? Nice little one-year contract. I mean, he could have been a sign-and-trade for the Saints, but, you know, it's okay. It's okay. I, I, I signed him on Madden for about $7 million. He took there $7 million in Madden. There but... we go. Did he really take that? That's yeah, yeah I low-balled the hell out of him. There we go. Oh, speaking of Madden, by the way, you guys hear the news about Colin Kaepernick being back in Madden this year? Yes, yeah? yes. Let's go. Interesting. Let's I go. talked about him in my Wing and Wing Wednesday episode. Okay, all right, all right. Come out a little later. Look out for that, guys. Yeah, yeah, look out for that. If you want to listen to more, if you want to listen to David's uh, opinions on that, you can listen to Winging It, Win- Winging it Wednesdays, all right? Season 2 premiere tonight, yes. Season 2 premiere Premieres tonight. Premieres tonight. So, you I know can't wait. After this episode, if this episode doesn't drop by then, let me tell you, watch that episode first, then well, watch it ahead of time. <laughs> or don't watch here first and watch then, or watch it again. It doesn't matter. Point being, watch them both. Watch them three times over. Make those views go up, please. Um, <laughs> and then we also got some more news, some sad news regarding – the Broncos, I guess former Broncos now, uh, as far as Aqib Talib's goes, he he goes on to retirement. Man, what, mm. a, what a career for him, huh? What do you guys think? I like him. I like him, and um, I didn't really like him on the Broncos, and yeah. he always had Phillip Rivers' number. Both Phillip Rivers in, in Indy, and he's retired, so I'm, I'm a happy soul in, in L.A. right now. There we go. What do you think, Louis? I like Aqib Talib, a guy that I feel like he's been in the league forever, and he leaves behind – an imprint in the league as being one of the guys that, you know, you just won't mess with this guy. And I'll always remember him for snatching that chain. Yep. Michael Crabtree's chain on the, yep. the mm-hmm. sideline more than one time. I think that was yeah. twice. They yeah. did it. Oh yeah. They did it twice. One in two different seasons. Yeah. yeah that so, shit was lit. Yeah, definitely. So, um, shout out to Akeem Tlaib for all the great memories and have a happy retirement. Yeah, keep to leave. Probably the only player that know that came into this, it came into the league bald and left the league bald. So good for him. <laughs> Um, anyways, moving on bit of news for Broncos fans. Of course, we all, we all knew what happened with Von Miller early, earlier in the year with him having coronavirus. Um, but now it has come to news that Von Miller look really not going his way because he has been ruled out for the rest of the season. Guys, you think it's a big loss for them? Extremely big loss. I, uh, Unbiased, I think the the Denver Broncos. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna praise them a little later, and it kind of hurts me because I'm a Charger fan. But I think they have a great mm-hmm. offense, and Von Miller was the captain of that team, and they lost a lot of they lost a couple key pieces this off season. So I I, I, I had hope in their defense, and um, I don't think I do anymore. It's gonna be tough for the Broncos to um, to play defensively. They're 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 pros and they're good. They always, the Broncos defense is always good, so they'll find a way. But it'll been a lot easier with Von Miller on the side because that dude is scary. Yeah, you said it, Julian. Tough year for Von Miller. I mean, I remember when he got coronavirus, he was the first one to get it, or at least the first open yeah. uh, player, the biggest star to openly say that he got it in the NFL. And uh, that was one of the most more humbling moments um, back before in the pandemic. And then he even talked about how it affected 
the way he was breathing and afterwards, like even after he recovered, he said it wasn't, he wasn't a hundred percent. And Von Miller, you know, is a guy, I mean, what a good guy, but also uh, what a hard worker. And you know that he was just working his ass off to get back to like the best shape ever. And you know, that air in Denver is kind of, it's kind of hard to breathe there anyway. So, you know, he was going hard. And then for this injury to happen, man, it's just, you know, prayers up for Von. Um, just, t- it's tough to see. I mean, because I, even though he's a player in my div- our division that you know I don't really like, but but um, you never want to see. Wanna, good, uh, yeah, you never want to see a good player go down, and I always want to beat it, but with that at their greatest. Then so it just sucks to see Von Miller go down, man. Yeah, yeah, I su- I'll tell you this much: it sucks. Obviously, it sucks for even Jake Glazer even more so because his entire news of Brian Allen went out the window the minute Von Miller came in with the COVID. <laughs> Um, so thanks, so thanks, Jay. Still, still, gonna, still, still, still gonna be, still gonna crap on you. Yeah, for that. still giving you shit crap, for that. Yeah, still giving you shit. Speaking of shit, of course, this in this this last bit of news, probably the biggest bit of news. Let's be honest, all over Twitter, biggest. everywhere, biggest, big, big, biggest thing of news out there right now. Let's be honest, here. Odell, Odell Beckham Jr. Now, let me just say. There was a lot of tweets. There was a lot of there was a lot of jokes about Odell. Lucas made an oh hell no joke about Odell. <laughs> um, you know there was I know David made a roasted him on his thing. I toasted. I know, him. right? You toasted him. I made a Snapchat which didn't pop off as much as I thought it would. But that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's how life, that's how life goes sometimes. Um, you know, but it's but it's okay. But not okay for Odell, of course. But at the same time, I will just say. That if if this is a case that you know it, it is what he says, I'm not gonna say what you know what he's into, but you can look it up on Twitter. I, you, you'll find it after the first few seconds. It's trending, but it's yeah, it, trust me, it's trending. It's been trending since. I remember Lucas texting me about it. He's like, "Hey, you see what Odell's <laughs> training for?" And I was like, "What?" I look and I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh hell no! Like, there's no, there's no way Odell." But I thought you would. I, mean, I thought you would know because you're always on top of it, right at the moment. I know, man. I know, man. I really, I really was on the bottom of that one. Oh, I guess. Like, well, no, I guess he was on the bottom of that one. Um, but hey, but you anyways. know, did you see his Instagram post though? He was making fun yeah. of it. He was. It's good. Good. That's what you gotta do. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta make fun of it. I don't think that like, that, that he, that's a real story, but it's a no, funny no. story. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's a good joke. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where, listen. It's funny. It, do I think it's true? I don't think it's true. I I think I think the validity of the story is very small, if any. Mm-hmm. But I do think just for the just for the comedic value of this of the story, I think we should pretend it is true for okay. like for like the next. We haven't even said what it is really. Oh, very true. You're right. Okay, so what Odell likes is that he likes well, um, well, the story that well, came out first. The, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly, it has been said by a female who has been with Odell that it is allegedly, allegedly been with Odell. Yeah, allegedly been with Odell. You're right. It's uh, just trash, though. I don't know. Yeah. Odell's yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, very true. So I think <laughs> allegedly. So allegedly, the story goes that he is into a bit of um, he 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 like he likes being. Let's just let's just say dumped on, like, and and I don't I don't I mean the physical sense of, of excrement, okay. He, he likes I don't know why I'm gonna be honest if, if I don't know if he's into that I don't know if he is I'm not saying he is I'm not saying he isn't I'm just saying that if you're into that be into that but also be aware who you are because if if it is true and you're Odell. It's not the best look. I'll be, be honest. Be aware who you are. <laughs> be aware who you are. I'm just saying, if if you're if you're Tony Schlob from fucking from Minnesota or from Minis- from wherever, you're fine. But if you're Odell Beckham Jr., I'm just saying, be a little more wary about that. Yeah, it's just, just it's just weird. I mean, yeah, he's a Cleveland Brown and he likes being yeah. browned on and. Yeah. 
Uh, but no, but it was a good joke. I mean, yeah, and see, like I said, see, he was making fun of it. Yeah, see, now I get why his fair number is 13, because one, one, three minus one is two, so that makes sense. <laughs> but, but anyways, anyways, sorry, we, we got to stop cracking on Odell. Yeah. He, he, he might like it. He already got um, enough, but, so. But, yeah, exactly. No more king shaming. He, yeah, no more. No more, yeah, exactly. Tall kings, tall kings, and no great catch behind the back kings. Anyways, all right, so moving on to the predictions, what you're looking for. Let me just explain a little bit about what we're doing uh, this this time around. So on Wednesdays, we're going to do a little bit of betting, okay? Like I said before, betting lines as they're open. If you don't know what a betting line is, let me just tell you this much. Okay, so a betting line is basically we'll go through a spread, right? Say there's a three, there's a team, each team has a favorite, or each game has a favorite and underdog. Say, for instance, the Tennessee Titans and the Denver Broncos are playing this weekend. Uh, sorry, they're playing this weekend on Monday Night Football. You know, say the Tennessee Titans are are um, favorites by four, and the, then the Broncos obviously are underdogs by four. You know, so the the if you were to bet on the Titans and you would say that they would win by four or more points, is is it four or more points or is it or is it more than four? Um, I think it's is four it more or more. Than, yeah, you four or more. Hit. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay, so you can either hit or go above that. You cannot go below that because if you go below whatever that score says, then say say the Broncos or say the Titans win by three, then you would still lose the bet. Because the Broncos would have covered, or they would not have covered, the uh, Titans would not have covered the spread. Yeah. So, make make it simple like that. Um, obviously, we have other things like that. We also have things like parlays, which we're also going to talk about as well. A parlay is basically an extended version of that, except it's multiple games at once. You're basically betting on however many games you're not once. So, this time around, or this, for this podcast, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be we're going to be um, all the parlay. We're going to be choosing. Five or six games, oh, five or six games a week that we're going to be choosing from, and those games will be chosen. It'll be all primetime games. So this week it'll be four primetime games: Thursday night football, Sunday night football, and then two Monday night football games. Plus, we always we'll always be choosing one uh, Sunday morning or Sunday uh, Sunday ten o'clock game or one o'clock if you're in the East Coast, uh, and then you'll be sent one early Sunday game and then one later Sunday game. So not not uh, Sunday night football, but the game right those three or four games before that. We're choosing one of those two games, uh, one game from each of those time slots. So right now it equals about six games per this week, and then usually about five games each week from then on. Yeah, just because there's two Monday night games is why we're going with six-team parlay, but it'll be five-team parlay from then on. It seems a little confusing, but really we're just uh, doing the the spreads, and then if you guys want to do parlays with us, this is what we think the parlays that you should go yeah. with. Yeah, because usually parlays are used to just you bet you bet small amounts of money. We'll, we can explain it more. I can explain it more so about like more in depth of what we're doing. But the main part of it is that you can bet small money, small amounts of money, like you know twenty five dollars, thirty dollars per you know for the parlay. But then, but then if you win all, you have to win all the bets in order to win the parlay. Though you have to win every single of those parlays, every single bet in those parlays. Um, and you can always do money lines or just spread. You need to do it by the money line or spread. We explain that at another episode because that gets gets too long, and too confusing. But we can do that, and then if you bet, and then you have to you have to win each of those bets that you put out there. And say you put a twenty five dollars, you can come out with about eight hundred dollars if you win each of those bets. But that's it's very it's very tough. Yeah. Let me let me just that's say what, that that's why parlays are so like really big payouts because right. they have to cover a spread for one game, and then you could only go on your your next bet only matters if your previous bet was correct so um, you could lose right off the first one yeah exactly. you could lose right off the first one or you could lose off right at the, the very last, last and you right. still don't get anything yeah, even if exactly. you had everything other um correctly so it's yeah. gonna be a lot of fun and uh i don't know about you guys though i'm actually gonna be betting a few um this week yeah. oh yeah um, oh like yeah legitimately yeah. i'm gonna put, i think i'm gonna put uh 
put twenty dollars down this weekend. I don't there, know. There you go. There you go. Hey, honestly, just just put some twenty dollars down. Not, not too much. Not too shabby. If you put, if yeah. you got twenty dollars to spend, then do it. Go for it. You can you can <laughs> win. You know, go in a sell it in seven eight eight hundred. That'll be a great night at Morongo. Um, for real. But anyways, all right. So now it. now let's go on to the predictions, y'all. You ready for the predictions? Hell yeah. Sure. All right. All right. So. First, of course, we have the game tomorrow night. We have the Houston Texans versus the Super Bowl-winning Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. We've got – they're playing, I believe, in Arrowhead. Is that correct? They're playing in Arrowhead? Yep. I believe, yeah, they're playing in Arrowhead. So, of course, we have the, the $500 million man himself, Patrick Mahomes, versus Deshaun Watson and Bill O'Brien, the guy who traded away DeAndre Hopkins. But that's okay. We're, we're letting that go <laughs> for if you're Texans fans. But – I believe that the game is going to be – now, let me just say this before. The uh, – on Bovada, I should, I should have mentioned – should have let off of this, though. The status the, – uh, the odds we're using for the parlay – or for the bets, inclu- including the spreads, are going to be used off Bovada. So that's what we're using. Yeah. We're using Bovada. Um, and, and for this – and for right now, the Houston Texans are – I'm sorry, the Kansas City Chiefs are favored by nine and a half points to the Texans – you know, to the Texans. So that means, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs would have to win by nine and a half or nine – I guess ten points or more in order for you to win the bet if you choose Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, vice versa. Of course, if you go against them, then they have to win by less than ten or they have to lose the game all around. But I believe the Chiefs are going to cover the spread more so more, – more than so. I believe the score is going to be a solid – 52 to 21. Woo. I believe the Chiefs are going to win. The Chiefs are going to have 52 points, and then the Houston Texans are going to drop a solid 21 points. So that is a 31 point spread. Um, so, of course, <laughs> that'll more than cover what the spread is, but that is my prediction. What do you guys got? Um, I'm going to go with, unfortunately, I'm going to be a Houston fan tomorrow, but I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Houston, um, without um, their. They had last year on defense. It's going to be difficult to keep up with that high-powered Chiefs offense. Can Brandon Cooks fill in D-hop shoes? That's a big question. Plus, Brandon Cooks is questionable. Is David Johnson healthy? What's going on with him? I don't. I st- thought that trade was a, a shit show, really. Um, Bill O'Brien needs to get fired. I'll say that every time we talk about the Texans. And the Chiefs will be the Chiefs. They're, they, they kept 98% of their starters from last year. Um, their defense is still kind of shaky. Deshaun Watson got paid. But um, I roasted I roasted the Texans too, a little bit in my show. But I just do not see the Texans even getting close to them. I think they'll score 10 points, and the Chiefs will score 34. I, okay. I can see um, whoever's Mahomes' backup coming in because he's going to get tired of beating on him. It's going to be <laughs> 34-10 Kansas City, unfortunately. But that's how it is. Yeah, no surprise there, guys. And I'm on board with all you guys. I have the score being Texans 17, Chiefs 57. I see it being a healthy beatdown. I mean, what, what's going through my head, I think about how the Chiefs always come out fire week one. Andy Reid's always mm-hmm. on fire week one. Two years ago, I think, it was, or a few years ago, it was like the Patriots where they put the smack down on week one. And then uh, all I have to go back is just last year's playoffs when – the Texans looked like they were really beating, you know, the Chiefs, and they had an opportunity to advance in the playoffs, and then we saw that crazy comeback happen. So the Chiefs still have those players. Like you said, David, the Texans have lost assets, actually. And so um, I think it's going to be a healthy a healthy victory and an easy bet. Even though the spread's kind of high, I think it's an easy bet. There you go. All right, easy bet. I, th- I think we're all in agreement here that the Chiefs are going to more than cover the spread. But again, we will see tomorrow night. Moving on to the Sunday night football game. We have the Dallas Cowboys going to be the first visitors, uh, being the first visitors 
of the Los Angeles Rams and SoFi Stadium in itself. Of course, that we're talking about the stadium that the Chargers and the Rams are going to be sharing, you know, for the near for the future, I should say. Uh, but yeah, so the first game we played on Sunday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys will be playing the LA Rams. I personally, and the, sorry, the spread for that game is that the Rams are, or sorry, the Dallas Cowboys are favored by three points. So again. Three points and more. If you bet the Cowboys, you have to win by three points and more. If not, you're betting the Rams. That the, the Rams will win by or win by will lose by two points or less, or they'll win the game outright. And again, if if the underdog wins the game, no matter what, no matter what the spread is, then you win the bet if you choose if you go with the underdogs. All right. So I went. So let me just tell you my prediction. I went with the Dallas Cowboys beating the LA Rams. 24 to 17 and yes i said it the dallas cowboys will be beating the rams 24 to 17 now that i say that they probably will lose by about 35 <laughs> um but i believe that the rams are gonna i believe the cowboys are gonna come out strong they're gonna want to make a strong impression on the uh, on, on at the new sophie state at the new sofi stadium because of course the rams of course it beat dallas uh dallas stadium dallas stadium as the biggest stadium in the league i believe it might have been that or the atlanta stadium but no matter what the, uh, the, that is the biggest stadium that the NFL has right now. It might be beaten a couple years or tomorrow. Um, but what I can <laughs> say is that I do predict that the Dallas Cowboys will be will be winning the game 24-17 to against the LA Rams. What do you got, Lucas? Well, I got the Cowboys winning as well. I really like the addition of, I think it was CeeDee Lamb um, mm-hmm. this year. For the Cowboys, I think that is really going to help Dak Prescott a lot. I've kind of been a Dak hater in the closet. Dak hater um, coming out of the closet. I'm hating on him there just a little bit. I think that Dak Prescott really, I think, pr- regressed as far as what we saw his rookie year when he took over Romo. I think that he came out blazing. And um, I think that there's now some throws that he's missed and he doesn't look as comfortable. But things really changed when he got Amari Cooper. And then with the addition of CeeDee Lamb, I think he really needed another weapon. It's going to help him out a lot. And I think by helping Prescott um, elevate his game, Zeke is going to be able to just eat as well. That offense, I'm so excited to see. And I don't see, I don't think that the Rams could slow it down. I think it's going to be a little bit too much. I think Aaron Donald, you know, he's going to do his thing. But at the end of the day, I don't think the Rams have everything there to, um, to pull out a win. So I got Cowboys 28, Rams 24. What about you, David? Um, I think it's going to be uh, – I know a lot of people are, are downing the Rams. I am too. This is a, a good matchup for both teams. I do have Dallas winning 34-30, to 30, so it does cover the spread. So I think you should bet on this one. It's going to be a, show, a shootout. Stevie Lamb with, with Cooper and Gallup, that is probably the best trio in the wide receiver uh, game um, in the league. Um, don't tell none of my Cowboy fans that because they'll throw that in my face. <laughs> Stevie Lamb oh, yeah. is wearing number 88. Is it going to be cursed? You know, the last person who wore that – was good and then fell off. The person before that is a Hall of Famer. So is it going to skip a generation or go straight to him? I don't know. CeeDee Lamb is a stud, though. Rams are going to rely on Cooper Cup. If you have him in fantasy, I can't wait to talk about him. He has. He's gonna. They're going to rely on him. Very high production. Another guy on that offense. Um, rookie fan, Jefferson, and also Josh Reynolds. And, you know, they got a couple good tight ends there, too. So I think he's going to be a shooter, like I said. And the um in LA, I like it. Cam Akers and Dar- um, two-year man Daryl Henderson. Um, I think Cam Akers could get it done. And uh, Lucas, I don't know if you've seen on my Instagram the guy you interviewed at the. Um, at oh, the Raymond Calais. He 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 um, just got signed yep. to the Rams. So I'm so excited for I'm him. I'm excited. Though. I'm excited for him to see. Shout out to him. He's a um, that dude's a stud, and he's gonna make some noise in this NFL. Not a lot of people know his name, but I'm I'm going with Cam Akers, who's gonna be the head of that committee. 
Uh, I don't think he's ready for um, every down back. But it's going to be a good game. 34, Dallas, 30, the Rams. The Rams are going to lose their first game in SoFi. Uh, the Chargers are going to get a win in SoFi <laughs> before the Rams. There we go. But there we uh, go. it's going to be – I love this primetime matchup. It's going to be um, a lot of fun to see. Yeah, will be uh, will be an amazing game to watch because again we have the new stadium opening up and we have you know two. I mean we obviously have America's team as voted by America in the seventies. Uh, we and then we also have you know the LA team and the LA Rams who were America's glamorous team about two years ago, but then after that they fell off. But the point being <laughs> that we now have the first uh, the first of the Monday Night Football games. Of course, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Which by the way, fun fact: the Pittsburgh Steelers are the only team are the are the are the only team to have. A Pro Bowler at every position on their on their entire roster. Can what? you believe that? Wow! A former, former Pro former Pro Bowler. Of oh. course, it could mean like this. Could, this could, sorry, this could mean like three position, three years down, three years away. This could have right, been like right. guys who you know guys who are at the end of their careers, of course. But that is a fun fact that I kind of want to throw in there. But the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be going to the Meadowlands. They'll be facing off against Joe Judge and the New York Giants. Now, of course, this this game, the Pittsburgh Steelers are favored. We have Ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger coming back. We have a bunch of we have that defense and that offense coming back for Pittsburgh. We also have the return of Danny Dimes. So let's see if he let's see if he's able to throw some dimes against this Pittsburgh Steelers defense against the Steel Curtain, which hasn't been a thing since the 70s, but that's okay. Anyways, so for, so the points spread in this game, the Pittsburgh Steelers are favored by six points, even though it's in New York. I went with a prediction of I thought I believe that the score is going to be Pittsburgh 28 and the New York Giants are going to be only at 17, which means that Pittsburgh, which I believe Pittsburgh will cover the spread. And I believe the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to end up with a win on Sun on Monday night. Excuse me, David, what do you have for that? Um, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to give the Giants 17 points. I have them scoring 10 points and Pittsburgh mm-hmm. scoring 30. Um, I will give you a hundred dollars. If you can name four defensive Giants, Exactly. Um, they're they're going to play like midgets, really. Oh, Did wow. side Logan Ryan. Um, that's One. it. They, they let go of DeAndre Baker. I can't think of any other ones. But Danny Dimes is there. I love Darius Slayton. And I love um, uh, Darius Slayton and uh, Sterling Shepard. And he also got um, um, Shaquan Barkley. But I think that defense is going to give up a lot. Um, James yeah. Conner, I think, is going to have a big game with Juju. And then Big Ben's back. He, he's going to he's gonna be back like he wasn't even gone. Um, overall, the Giants Giants got no D and barely beefed up their O-line. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a busy day for everyone. They're going to be gassed yes. out. Um, but um, it's, it's, it's going to be a blowout. So the score I, uh, is going to be 30, what did I say, 30, 30 to 10. 30, 30 to 10. Okay. Lucas. Wow. So I kind of have an interesting one, guys. I, I do believe the Steelers are going to win, but I don't think they're going to cover the spread. I know that oh, wow. you guys are really strong on like their, the Steelers' defense, and I agree, but I think that the Giants ha- kind of may be finding something on offense. Like They have some weapons. They they got Saquon. He's healthy. Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Golden Tate. He's a little questionable, but also Evan Ingram. And then you got Andrew Thomas in the draft as your left tackle, maybe Daniel Jones could do something. I feel like he kind of shows some flashes, especially towards the end of the year. We forget he had like a five touchdown game towards the end of the season. And so hopefully he could build off that momentum. And what really the biggest concern for me and the reason why I would go with the Giants on the bet is just I don't really believe in Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know if he's going to be fine after that injury. I think he had Tommy John surgery and 
And we don't really see that in the NFL. That's more of an MLB pitcher surgery. And sometimes even they don't even come back from that. And so I don't know how that's going to affect Big Ben with his age. He looked like he aged like 30 years on the offseason when he came out like a caveman. I don't know if you remember that Instagram video. But that's just my reasoning, my thinking that's going on in my head. And um, I just think that they don't cover the spread. So I do have the Steelers winning that. But uh, I would go with the Giants. Um as far as parlay, if you're going to end for bet, that's my reasoning. 21-17. 21-17? Also, uh, Ryan Shazier retired from the yeah, NFL. That's right. Right. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, I had to make sure we had that in there. Sorry about that, y'all. My bad. I just, <laughs> just remembered right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, that's that's fresh news. Yeah. That's that's some good news right there, Ryan. Well, not good news, but, you know, very, very happy news that he's able to walk mm-hmm. around and still do things. And yeah, healthy, he's, you know, he's, a, he's, a, he's a healthy guy. So, you know, very much ups to him. Moving on to the final Monday night game of the, of the week. Also moving on to the final primetime game of the week. We have our final game of the week, I should say, that I, that, you know, final game time-wise of the, of the week. We're going to have the Tennessee Titans going against the Denver Broncos. Of course, we have the Tennessee Titans who just signed Jadidia Von Clowney, like we talked about before. This team also, of course, we have Derrick Henry. So it's going to, so that'd be a good matchup of dreads. They have, you know, they have Ryan Tannehill who does not have dreads. They have they have AJ Brown, who's a great receiver, um, and then they also have, of course, of course, we cannot mention the Tennessee Titans without mentioning their great tight end, Lucas. What is his name again? Ferkser. Anthony Ferkser. <laughs> Anthony Ferkser, man. Anthony Ferkser. The beast. He was supposed to be. He was supposed to be my fantasy fucking god last year. Yeah. But you know it's okay because we have a draft coming up later. Today. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's, it's, it's creeping up. Maybe, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll take him again. Day uh, number two, Ronald Odell. He'll like it. Anyways, <laughs> um, anyways, okay. So we have Anthony Ferks with the Beast in in Tennessee, but they're pay- they're playing against the Denver Broncos now. Denver Broncos have retooled on offense. They have, of course, mm-hmm. Drew Lock as starting quarterback. They drafted Jerry Judy. They also have a very very talented running back core. Uh, headlined by Melvin Gordon, the newly signed running back from your Los Angeles Chargers, Thank as God. well as as well as Philip Lindsay, mm-hmm. um, and of course they also have the wide receiver whose name is is passing me by. Does anybody else Corlin know what I'm Sutton. talking about? Corlin Sutton. Thank you very much. Thank okay. you very much for that. For that. And they also have Noah Fant. And Noah Fant, who I almost forgot, but it's okay. But it's okay. That offense is gonna look is gonna look great. That defense with the loss of. Uh, we lost of Chris Harris, of course, in the offseason to the to the Chargers, as well as the loss of um, of Von Miller to AC to, to surgery for the rest of the season. That defense is going to take quite a bit of hit. That is why I believe that the spread is going to well the belief sorry the spread is going to be for that game is going to be two and a half points. The Titans are going to be favored by two and a half. I believe they'll cover the spread, but but just barely. I believe that they're going to win twenty four to twenty, and this yes is in Denver, so that is why I gave them the four points. Lucas, what do you think the score is going to be? Well, okay, pre-Von Miller injury, I thought it was going to be a lot closer. Um, but I still had the Titans winning. And now that this injury has you know, happened, that it's just going to be even greater. So I think I'll do Titans 30, Broncos 20. So they're going to cover the spread. Um I really just like this Titans team, man. I think they have a lot to prove this year. A lot of people just kind of sleeping on them in general. And, uh, you know, not a lot of buzz after really 
an amazing playoff run on the backs of Derrick Henry and something that, you know, we haven't really seen a running back take over and carry a team in the playoffs before. Um, it's been a long, a long time since I've seen that, you know, we've seen, we've seen random performances, like maybe like Raheem Mostert having a crazy game in the playoffs, but literally every game you knew what was going to happen. It was Derrick Henry. So now I think that with the Titans, knowing that they give an extension to Ryan Tannehill, you still have AJ Brown, um, let's see what they could do, man. I'm excited for this team, and I, I have them winning. What do you think, David? I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. Another <laughs> AFC West team is going to win. And um, the spread, what's the spread, 2.5? And Two and a half, the, yeah. uh, the, uh, the Titans, Titans are favored. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so I'm going to go with ten. Uh, I'm gonna go with Denver winning 35 to 32. If the spread was the other way around, I would definitely cover it. But you should. Be, I, the Denver have Drew Locke, underrated. Fantasy-wise, only 7% people own him in most leagues. Jerry Judy, the fast fast stud rookie. You got Noah Fan, Corlin Sutton. And you got two runner backs in Philip Lindsay, who I think should start, but I think Melvin Gordon is. Uh, Melvin Gordon, I think they're co-starters. And you also got Royce Freeman there as well. The defense is a little shaky with Alvon Miller. I still believe that it's just going to be a shootout. Tennessee. Tennessee, like I said, you guys said A.J. Green or A.J. Brown, Brown. Um, Henry and Tannehill. Um, I think that's great. Tannehill just got paid. He's going to ball out and Henry's going to mm-hmm. run all over that. But I think I think Drew Locke and and I kind of hated him, but um, I'm liking him more and more. Um, I look into it, especially with Jerry Judy there and Corlin Sullen those, and, and Noah Fant. Those guys are going to be tearing up the AFC West. In these next couple of years, I sound like a Denver Bronco fan, really, and I'm kind of hating it. But <laughs> it's going to be close. It's going to come down to a, a field goal, um, 35-32. I'm taking Denver. It's going to be a good game. It's going. It's this is the last game of Sunday, um, and Sunday. it's going to be a good one. All right, yeah. Last game of the week is going to be, of course, the the uh, the game we just talked about, the Tennessee Titans and the Denver Broncos. Now, of course, talking about, we're going back to the first games of the weekend, or after Thursday, of course, we're having the first one I have on my list is going to be the Chicago Bears playing against the Detroit Lions. Now, of course, they're playing in Detroit in the Motor City. And Chicago just named Mitchell Trubisky their starter, of course, over Nick mm. Foles. So, yeah. so yeah, that's one of those moves where, you know, they kind of – it's one of those things where they drafted him, so it's almost like their entire re- their entire job security re- relies on this man to do well. So, hopefully for their sake he does well, but hopefully for us in the NFL. He well, what about, what about Matt Nagy, though? I mean, what if – It's very true. I feel like you could just play Nick Foles and, uh, and your job might be a little bit more secure. That's true. Because I feel like if you look at it from, like, if you start Nick Foles and he does bad – and you have to go to Trubisky, then you have to go to Trubisky. But after a season of Trubisky, really just going backwards, it feels like. Um, I don't know. I But it sounds like from all reports that Trubisky really stepped it up in training camp this year and really felt the need uh, to really compete. So we'll see. I mean, I think there's a short life for yeah. Trubisky to, you know, he has a short leash. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he has to have a short leash, especially with the amount of money they paid Nick Foles. Um, I do believe that eventually Nick Foles will be the starting quarterback of this team. Yeah, later on, I would think. I would think by like week six, I think Chicago Bears fans will be very loud in their proclamation <laughs> that they don't want Mr. Trubisky to start. Which obviously, I've yeah, seen his performances, kind of makes sense. But mm-hmm. but as far as the game goes, the Detroit Lions are favored by three points. And trust me when I say this, I gave them those three points handily. 
I went with the Detroit Lions winning 17 with the Chicago Bears dropping a big fat donut. I put them at zero. Reason wow. why is because I don't think Mitchell Trubisky will score a lot at all. To be honest with you, plus with that defense playing against the Detroit Lions, I understand they lost Darius Slay, but they got Jeff Okuda in the draft. I do believe that Matt Patricia will have that team ready to go. But although saying that, he has disappointed me before, so don't get don't get your high hopes too <laughs> high on that. But what I will say though is that the Chicago Bears, but outside of Tariq Cohen. Um, and Anthony Miller, I should I should mention Anthony Miller as well. David Montgomery, when he's healthy, he's he's a good he's a good running back to have. But when those without those guys, or at least with those guys at seventy five percent, that offense is looking very very small. The only their only hope is a defensive touchdown for me to be honest with you. And with that defense, they might just get it. But I believe that they won't. I believe that the Detroit Lions will cover the spread. I, I have them going seventeen to zero. What do you guys think about that? I got Detroit winning. 17 to Chicago's 14. I gave them 14 okay. points, but listening to you guys, I shouldn't even give them any. Um, their running back situation, they're all banged up. Tariq Cohen, you got a five foot four guy back there. I love Tariq Cohen. I, I love him a lot, but it's going to take a lot more than him. When they named Mr. Bisky the starter, I think they feel obligated to for a couple reasons for the high draft capital and the fact that everyone's keep on bringing up they could have drafted Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just. I think I think his leash is going to be extremely short. I think it's going to go game to game. Like if he didn't have a good game, they're putting Nick Foles in because Nick Foles got a, a monster contract that he signed in Jacksonville, and no one really wanted to take it. But of course, the Bears did. And um, I, I'm not liking the receivers. Um, the defense, I, the defense has always been good. I think if they are going to score, it's going to be from the defense. I don't think the offense could get it done. I, I think one of these touchdowns will be defensively, and one will be in garbage time. Um, but I'm giving Detroit it. They they got um, T.J. Hawkerson is going to be the key in that offense. That dude's a stud. And you got Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr. And you're going to see um, AP might might see a little bit AP, <laughs> and you might um, get a big dose of DeAndre Swift. Shift. Shift. Swift. 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 Shift. He's going to shift. He's going to shift <laughs> into first gear to third. And be, that, that and be Swift. And it's going to be Swift. Um, I I I have taking over carry on Johnson's job, but um, I think it's going to be a running back committee carry on um, or whatever you say his first name is a PPR God. Carry and I Johnson. think they're going to give it to uh, uh, Swift. Um, Swift. They need it the most. So I'm taking, I'm taking um, Detroit over Chicago and I'm probably going to take any team over Chicago until they get Mr. Brisky out. They, I think they need to pull the plug, um, but I don't know. I think they should pull the plug on him. Um, you, you signed Nick Foles for a reason. So, Mm-hmm. I think to put some pressure on on Mitch, and um, I heard I heard also heard the rumors that he's doing great in camp, but I just don't see him doing good. I just yeah. don't see it. Unfortunately, I, I agree with that. But let me ask you guys real quick before I say my pick: Do you guys are you guys including this in your parlay or no? No, this is not this is not included in my parlay. No. Well, I'm including this in my parlay. There David, we go. David, are you? Um, no. All right. No. Well, the reason why is because. I actually have the Bears winning, guys. Wow. I have the Bears winning, and I think that they're going to prove to people that defense can still win games. And I just don't think that the Lions have enough firepower to beat this Bears team. You don't think Galladay and and Marge and Hawkinson and the running backs can't do it? I think that, dude, you still have Khalil Mack over there, and people forget you have Danny Trevathan over there as well. The last time he was relevant, though. He hasn't been relevant for like. Oh, no. Khalil Mack was playing well last year. <laughs> 
Uh, oh my God! Come on now, really? I think that he's gonna be fine. I think he's gonna have a good game. Um, I like Eddie Jackson. Yeah. I think Eddie Jackson could run. I, every time I see that dude on a, on film, he's running back for a touchdown. I see, I can see him. I'm I'm scared of that dude on Madden. I don't I don't pass his way towards Eddie <laughs> no. Jackson. Yeah, he had eight and a half sacks last year and five forced fumbles. I mean, that's pretty good. I think that uh, the squad that the Chicago Bears have on defense, though, just everyone together is just too much for that Lions offense. I don't think that they get a touchdown. I think the score is going to be – where's my score? I wrote it down. Uh, Bears 19, Lions 15. So, uh, close game. And even if the Lions do somehow pull out this W, I don't think that they cover the spread anyway. So, that's why the Bears are on this for me. I think that this should be a popular bet, especially in people's parlays. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 if if we go with Lucas's betting logic, then absolutely. I'll be honest with you. This is one of those bets that thinking about it now and thinking after Lucas said it, you kind of sold me on it, buddy. So I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'll be rethinking about that parlay. But I did say 17-0, so I do think the Lions will win the bet regardless. Moving on to, of course, the Cleveland Browns versus the Baltimore Ravens. This is, this is the Cleveland Browns. This is, of course, AFC North battle. This is the team from – this is the team of Odell Beckham Jr., of course, with him, and they're playing against the Ravens, who have the reigning MVP in Lamar Jackson. Of course, this is going to be one of those games where it's going to be a tooth and nail game. Um, we have the Cleveland, I'm sorry, the Baltimore Ravens favored at eight points. That's a tough bet for me. So tough, in fact, that I think the Cleveland Browns will end up winning the bet. I don't think they'll win the Ooh. game, but I do believe that they will win the bet. I have the Baltimore Ravens winning 16 to 10, which does not cover the spread. So therefore, the Cleveland Browns will win this bet. I think that they have too much offensive firepower with that with that team. Plus, I do think that defense is going to come ready to go. Stefanski is going to have them ready to go. Hopefully, we'll see by week one to see. We'll see by week one if that Cleveland Browns team is for real or if again they are all hype. But we will see. Lucas, what do you have? Man, um, really, you don't think they're going to cover the spread? That's so interesting. I think that the Ravens are the most complete AFC team out there. And uh, I think that they had a really good draft. I don't mm. think they have many many holes. It's going to be so hard for Baker Mayfield and Odell to get anything going. And I think that offense to get going. It's a lot, though, because they have a lot of pressure and a lot of things to prove to the fans, their coaches, staff, and to themselves in the organization. I mean, this is a make-or-break year for them. Performance-wise, they really need to step it up or that team is going to see yet another overhaul and another direction that they're going to try to to rebuild. So I still don't see it, though, for this week one. Ravens 28, Browns 18, um, covering the spread. And I'm thinking of maybe – uh, I'll come back to this one if I'm going to include it in my parlay. That would complete my parlay. But uh, for now, yeah, Ravens winning 28 and taking the spread. What about you, David? Um, I got the Ravens winning 35 to Cleveland's 21. Ravens oh. are just pretty much the Chiefs with a better D. That's the best way to sum it up. Um, <laughs> big big season for Baker. This I think this is going to be a make-or-break season. Um, the Browns head coach, I can never pronounce his name. What's his, um, I'm, kinda, I'm, I'm, I'm wary of him. Um, but they did trade it. They did trade for Austin Hooper. They got Najoku, Odell Landry. On paper, that should work. But I don't know if it is. Yeah, I, got, I definitely got to see at least a couple games before I could really believe in Baker Mayfield. But on paper, that's that's a that's a good a good roster so far. And then you got Nick Chubb and, and newly signed Kareem Hunt for two years, thirteen million dollar contract, I believe. Um, and that's a one two punch offensively. They're fine defense defensively. Um, is where um, I don't trust them at all. 
Um, they lost their rookie, I believe, to a season-ending end, um, injury, uh, Deplet, I think, um, from LSU. I think he's out for the season. I know he's injured. And um, they – I don't know. I, their defense is just – they got a few studs. They got Miles Garrett. Um, Miles Garrett, yeah. They Vendejo, Denzel Ward. Um, Denzel Ward, yeah. I, th- I, there's just not, I don't think there's enough to stop Lamar, right. Lamar um, Jackson. And Lamar Jackson is do Lamar Jackson things. Um, I, just, I don't think he's going to have an uh, MVP year, though. For sure he's not. But um, I think I think the Ra- the uh, Ravens are just going to um, just uh, shit on the Browns. No <laughs> wow. Uh, Odell might like that. Yeah, Odell might actually like that. But it's okay. <laughs> But it's okay. It's okay. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> but anywho, moving on to actually an NFC, the second NFC North game of this Sunday, we have the Green Bay Packers playing against the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. Now, let me just tell you, this is kind of one of the more surprising bets just because of the spreads. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings are favored by two and a half points. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. I did. I did include this into my parlay. Um, the reason why I included this in my parlay is because I saw those two and a half points that the Minnesota Vikings are favored. And I'm going to be honest with you, I chose the Green Bay Packers to win this bet regardless of that spread. Um, I think that that Green Bay Packers offense is going to be very, very, uh, very strong. I know they didn't draft anybody in their offense to help Aaron Rodgers. I know that's a big deal of contention between all Packers fans. But let me tell you something. They don't, when you have Devontae Adams, <laughs> that's all you need. Just messing. Just messing. But what I will say, though, is that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back firing. I think he's going to – well, we'll talk about him later. But I do think Aaron – we'll talk about him later. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is definitely going to be a man on a mission, a guy who definitely does not want to lose his position to Jordan Love. And I do think that that's going to prove strong, especially in week one with the Packers winning. I have the Packers winning 24-20. to What do you guys got? Um, Let's see. For the Green Bay Packers and Minnesota game, I have – um, Green Bay winning by one point to Minnesota. Oh, it's gonna be a good game. Um, mm-hmm. I'm real excited to see for the first time Justin Jackson, JJ 18, and AT 19. Um, Adam Thielen. I know those those nicknames don't really sound cool, but <laughs> JJ 18. I like JJ 18. Justin Jackson, um, rookie from LSU. I'm excited to see. He is listed as the wide receiver two on the depth chart, so he's definitely gonna see something. Also, um. <laughs> Irv Smith Jr., the the um, tight end, he kind of had a quiet season last year, but I see a big breakout season from him this year. Green Bay Packers uh, D on paper is good, but can they perform like last year? I praised them in the offseason. In all the offseason podcasts, I praised them. They spend the most money, and their defense did okay. You got Mr. Preston, you got Preston and Zadarius Smith. I call them the Mr. Mr. and Mr. Smith brothers. Those guys are just devils on the defense. They definitely got to step up, and it's going to be a big game for uh, Devontae Adams, who I think is definitely top three route running wide receiver, definitely behind King Allen. That's my biased and biased <laughs> opinion. But Cook is going to be playing. Um, he quoted, uh, if they call my name, I'll be there. They, they halted the contract talk. So I don't know if, uh, if, the, if the Vikings are going to play him here and there because the contract talks, or are they going to just play it like there is no contract talks? So I'm looking for Alexander Madison, the guy I interviewed really cool guy from San Bernardino, um, is going to step up and that, uh, <laughs> uh, that RB2 position. And it's going to be a tough, like I said, it's going to be a tough one. But I think Green Bay got Aaron Rodgers. That's the biggest difference is Aaron Rodgers. And you got Kirk Cousins, who is willing to die for this shit. So <laughs> um, 
I'm gonna take Green Bay. Like I said, 24-23 defense is gonna play a big part of it. Even though um, Hunter is on the IR, they don't got um, uh, Joseph anymore. But I still, and they lost a couple corners. But um, Aaron Rodgers is a mad, is a bad man. They're gonna be down in fourth quarter comeback. His first one of the season, um, first of many. Haha, <laughs> yeah, I so looking at the spread. Yeah, I'm really surprised too, Julian, because I I have the Packers winning this one. Yeah. And, you know, the Vikings, you lose so many players. Linval, Joseph, uh, Daniil Hunter, he's gone too now. And I think they also lost another person on the defensive line. Um, Trey, they lost Trey Waynes. Yeah. Trey Waynes, right. A bit, he, he's injured on the Bengals. Oh. He got injured. He's on the IR. Yeah. But there you go. I mean, that's, th- that's their three starters last year. And mm-hmm. those guys were wrecking havoc. And that's a big difference. So we're going to see a whole different identity on the defensive line. And that's going to play a big thing, especially with – I mean, if you can't get pass rush on Aaron Rodgers, he's going to dissect you. And even when you do, he's out of the pocket. He's – you know, you know what he does out there. And I think that loss on the defensive side of the ball is huge. And then you also lose Stephon Diggs. You get Justin Jefferson in the draft, and Justin Jefferson's good. I like him, and this is a good uh, pick to help alleviate the loss of Diggs. But is it enough with the Packers defense – with a bunch of studs over there. And I think that, you know, that was the biggest strength what led them to a, the NFC Championship last year. First year for, uh, uh, is it the Flower? No, it's not the, um, uh, what's the name? Is it the, no, the coach for the Packers. Oh, the floor. Oh, yeah, so it is the Flower. Okay, I wasn't sure. The Flower, man, the Flower, man. Uh, good first year. And now you just need to build upon it with everything you guys said about Jordan Love behind Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know that with that spread, no way they're gonna lose um, by more than was that was it two point five? Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, so you know I, I think it's a close one too. This should be one of the first really good games of the weekend. Um, but I got the Packers guys. Uh, let me tell my score: Packers thirty, Vikings twenty seven. Wow, that's a really, really close game. We all had close games for this team, or for the, for this. Uh, sorry, we all I'm just close. surprised about the spread, though. That was yeah, crazy. When I, yeah, when I saw the Vikings were favored by two and a half, I was like, I gotta take that. That's one of those mm-hmm. bets where you kind of see it. And it's enticing, and you wonder why Osmakers have it the way they do. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you'll take free money if it's there. Uh, moving on. Speaking of free money, this game very <laughs> much so for the for the Indianapolis Colts versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Of course, the Indianapolis Colts have you know have that amazing offensive line. They just got Philip Rivers from the you know for the LA Chargers, you know, and he's I think he's ready to go. I think he's making a Super Bowl run. We'll see, but I will say this much: he's ready to go. He's energized. He seems competitive. If you watch him on the Pat McAfee show, he's very competitive. In fact, though, he's not the only competitive one in his family. His mom's actually more competitive than he is. He, she will not go easy on the grandkids. All the, all nine of them over there. Um, but what I will say, though, is that he's ready to go, and I think they're going to be taking the Jacksonville Jaguars lunch because the, Jacksonville, the, the Indianapolis Colts are favored by eight points, and I think it's not even going to be close because the Jacksonville Jaguars have absolutely no one beside the mustache. And, I, <laughs> you know, and when, I, when I saw who the team has and I saw who they got rid of, let me just tell you, Saxonville is no longer there. They haven't been there in a couple mm-hmm. years. But those guys they got rid of. I mean, you're talking about obviously Jalen Ramsey, the you know biggest ones. Then you also have AJ Bouye. Then you also have uh, you know Calais Campbell. You have guys like that. You have you know Telvin, I believe Telvin Smith's also on that list as well. You know you got and of course Yannick Ngakwe. It just you got traded him too. It it seems as if the Jacksonville Jaguars are trying to go for a tank for Trevor. 
this off season with you know go and get that number one pick for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Although, but he yeah. might even opt out for the draft too. Very true. So he 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 might come back for his net for his last season, and which means that this is all this is always in futile. Which means that they might end up with Justin Fields or Trey Lance, the quarterback from North Dakota State. But we'll get to that when we do the draft uh, when we do the draft stuff later on in the season. But what I will say though is that. My score definitely blows the uh, the spread out the water. I believe. Oh, excuse me. I believe the the Indianapolis Colts will win thirty five, and I have the Jacksonville Jaguars going to seven. So I have them. I have them <laughs> more. I have them scoring more than the than the uh, than the Bears. Chicago Bears would be. Yeah, than the Bears will be scoring, but just but only just barely, and because it's gonna be a garbage time touchdown. I think Garden Garden Minshew is gonna want to at least score one touch on the board, but who's gonna throw it to? Might be me to be honest with you with that roster, <laughs> but anyway, so I think thirty-five to seven is the score. What do you guys think? I'll let Lucas go first because I have a, I um, I have a, I want to hear you guys go. I want, I want him to go first because I have a crazy. <laughs> to go. Okay. Oh, nice. All right, cool. So obviously, Philip Rivers, right? Um, the Colts, another really complete team that you're not going to find holes. I mean, you have the best offensive line in the game, and then you got some guys. I can make plays. Marlon Mack, I'm excited for Jonathan Taylor. Yep. T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman Jr. Um, you know, Julian, me and you have been talking about him a lot in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you get to Forrest Buckner from the Niners. So excited to see how he does over there. And then, um, I mean, try to show Jacksonville a little bit of love, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm excited to see what Caleb on Chason could do. I mean, uh, this guy... We, I compared him kind of to an Isaiah Simmons type as far as his versatility. And also, they got C.J. Henderson. So some young guys that, you know what, this is an opportunity for them to make a difference, especially with such a big task in front of them. So we'll see. But it's still so much. I mean, they don't have anything on the offensive side of the ball to get excited about. And so I got the Colts winning a healthy one, 36 to Jaguars 11. And even though they covered the spread, I'm still not going to – I don't know if I should keep him in the – or put him in the parlay. Um, just because, you know, what if that spread's kind of high, 8.5, you know, the first first week of the yeah. of the season. A little bit too much variability for me there that uh, I'm not excited about. But uh, especially for a parlay, like imagine you lose on just that one game. So not for me, but I got the Colts 36, Jaguars 11. What about you, David? Not – okay, here we go. The Colts – are not going to match the spread because they're going to lose to oh, the Jacksonville whoa. Jaguars. And let me tell you, Carter Minshew, you don't got to worry about That's your job. The mustache is going to take over. You say you have no one on offense, wide receivers, DJ Clark, Chris Conley, a little underrated, and you got <laughs> Visca Chavon. Oh, Visca Chanel, yeah. Chanel, yeah. that dude. And let me tell you about someone I'm going to talk in fantasy a lot. I'm talking about James Robertson. He is a wild card as a speed rush for 1,900 yards and 18 touchdowns since his first team FCS All-American and first team All-Conference selection for the third straight year. Robertson finished in the collegiate, collegiate career with 4,444 rushing yards, second most in school history, which is, I think, Illinois State. This is going to have a game. Demarcus Buckner, Darius Leonard, that not going to matter. They're going to they're gonna put Robertson in a position to thrive, they're going to throw the Colts off. I know they they have a set offense. I love Philip Rivers. I'm going to cry every time he throws a ball. You got T.Y. Hilton, Zach Pass, and you got Pittman Jr. Those guys are talented. The running backs are also talented. But I think they're going to underestimate Jaguars. Everyone is. I did, and I was like, you know what? Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be my wild card. 
I'll root for this year. I just love Gardner Minshew. He has that spirit. He's going to probably kill a crocodile before he takes his first snap. This dude's in Ohio. <laughs> oh, and, wow. and, he, and he's in Jacksonville, so people are just crazy in general. If you're raised there, born there, or you just there, it's, I think um, upset. This is going to be the first upset, and it's going to come out to a one-point game get stunned it's going to be 28 to 27 jacksonville jaguars wow i wouldn't even bet on the colts i'm going with jacksonville jaguars are you going to wow. put your money where your mouth is are you going to put I'll, it I'll in the parlay? i'll bet on that put in a parlay that's good that's I'll, going in your parlay I, I, i'll bet i don't know how parlays work <laughs> i know you guys are gonna teach me but I'll, I'll bet that jacksonville jaguars will win two three four five well because you said you the parlay is the the four primetime games and then right. you also said yeah, yeah. you wanted you wanted the lions i think too yeah, I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take this one. And then, okay, so this is going to complete your parlay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Yeah, I'll all take right. it. All right. All right, David. We'll see. There we go. Jacksonville Jaguars going to win confidence. 2027. Love that. Okay, that's confidence. I love that. You got to wow. have confidence. You got to have confidence. Yeah, James Robinson, remember the name right now. Yeah. James you know, Robinson. It's, you, know, it's, it's, you know what, David? If, if there was any Jacksonville Jaguars fans listening to this podcast, I don't know if they are. But if there are any, let me tell I'm you, with you, they're gonna be they're gonna be shouting Duval with you <laughs> in the comment section. All right, facts, yeah, facts, man. But all right, uh, there's really, <laughs> there's, there's, there's really, there's really no. I, I'm honestly that that kind of took me for a little bit of spin. So I'm trying to figure out how I should uh, how I should just move this around, get to the next game. But you know, what, let me just go for it. All right, we have the Las Vegas Raiders playing against the Carolina Panthers. We got the Las Vegas Raiders. Of course, we know who they have. They have John Gruden for about seven more years. They have they have Derek Carr, who's going to be there for who knows how long. They have Josh Jacobs on offense. They have Darren they have Darren Waller on as their tight end. They also have a few a few receivers. Of course, they got they drafted the top receiver in the draft as far as draft position goes. They drafted Henry Ruggs to make sure that they got a lot of speed, too much speed to be honest with you. Um, they got they got him. I don't know who else, who other weapons they got. Who other who else they got on offense? Tyrell Williams is out. Tyrell Williams. Um, oh, he's, he's out. IR and then they got Hunter Renfro. Yeah, Hunter Renfro, that's right. That's right. You got the only guy who's more bold than I am. They got Aguilar. Um, Aguilar. Oh, they got Aguilar. <laughs> He's about to drop about solid three passes a game. So get ready. And they get also ready. have Marcus Mariota, man. Oh, that's right. Just in case. But he's on the IR. He's on the IR, so they got <laughs> uh, Well, well, depression season, I'll tell you that much. And they also um, have Jason Witten, man. Let's <laughs> go, baby. <laughs> Jason, Jason Witten about a, about a shot in the world, about a BMVP. Imagine. No, Imagine. um, I'll tell you, there, there's no way. I have a better chance of being MVP. Um, but so we have, and then they're playing against the Carolina Panthers in Carolina. Of course, time with that team who who got an entirely new front office and new staff. They got Matt Rule from Baylor. They got the offensive coordinator from LSU. I forgot his, I got forgot his name, but it's the guy who broke all those those records in LSU with Joe Burrow and those boys. Uh, he's the guy. He's got that, that off. Well, one of the guys with that offense together. So. You know, really, really looking forward to that. They also have, of course, Teddy Bridgewater as their quarterback. They have Christian McCaffrey and running back, the newly paid man from uh, Stanford. They have a few receivers, of course. They have Robbie Anderson. They have uh, well, who is the other receiver they have? DJ Moore, Curtis DJ, Samuel. DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, like you said. And of course, they have that entire defense, which or they have the defense which they use all their draft picks on in the last draft. So, with that being said. I do think it's going to be a close game. Now, the odds makers have it as the the Raiders are favored by three points. Ha! 
to oh, the wow. Pan- to the Panthers. Wow. I did not see that when I said, okay. I do not think it will be that far. In fact, I think this, this, this game is going to be really close. I believe the score is going to be 12 to 10. I believe the Raiders are going to win the game 12 to 10, but they will not cover the spread. So that is why I have the Carolina Panthers winning the game or winning the spread or winning the bet for me. What do you guys got? Wait, so wait, repeat the score. Sorry. It's 12 to 10, 12 to 10. For the Raiders? The Raiders are gonna win twelve to ten. Wow, what the low heck? scoring low scoring games. Low scoring games. I'm I'm gonna disagree with you. I think it's gonna be a little higher than that, only because with Darren Waller, Henry Ruggs, and Josh Jacob, who I ha- um who I have in a lot of uh, fantasy leagues, so that's why I'm kinda leaning towards there you go. him, not the team, him. Um that's just a, a higher powered offense. Um other wide receivers they have, they have Zay Jones as well. Okay. Um, like I said, Aguilar, Brian Edwards, Hunter Renfro, those guys are just going to get a couple receptions. But I'm, I'm, they're going to really lean on Jacobs in this one and Darren Waller. But Teddy B and, and McCaffrey, that is greatness. Plus, you got Roby Anderson and DJ Moore, legit wide receiver. Those are two wide receiver ones, really. Um, Roby Anderson um, in, in, in New York last year. Now he's in a, a system where he actually has a quarterback. Teddy, Teddy though. It's going to be a big uh, a big test for him. Um, remember when he came back his first his first throw in the NFL after he came back from injury was an interception. But now it's his team. He doesn't have to worry about losing it or he's behind someone. It's his team. And you got McCaffrey. Uh, that dude's just a it's McCaffrey dog. So like I'm gonna take McCaffrey and um, the the Panthers over the Raiders. The Raiders are gonna are gonna put up fight, but um, the Panthers will win 24 to 21. Um, and give uh, the, the first AFC West team a loss. The only AFC team that's going to lose this weekend is going to be the Raiders. Wow. 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 That's a big prediction. Um, yeah, the Raiders? Far... No, 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 no. But as far as the AFC, only AFC. Oh, yeah. Team. Denver's going to win and Chargers and Chiefs. Oh, AFC West team. Yeah, AFC West, yeah. Okay, okay. Because I was going to say that there's some, there's some AFC teams playing each other. So one of the <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no. no. AFC, AFC West. AFC West, okay. All right. Yeah, I got the uh, Panthers as well, guys. Easy game for me to call. Raiders 17, Panthers 21. For me, I think that the Matt Rule is really confident in his uh, in his offense. We just he just needs to uh, get a little bit more help on the defense, and that's why they got Yatur Gross Matos, mm-hmm. and they also got Derek Brown. So love two Derek really Brown. That yeah, I love Derek huge. Brown. That guy's enormous. Yeah, and his tape was one of the most impressive tapes I've ever seen. Um, so I think that those guys could have a really big impact on the game. And I just think that it's a hand, a handy win. And this is going to be my last team. So completing the, my parlay, the Panthers bet, just because that, that spread looks, I mean, that looks ridiculous to me to have that, um, the Panthers be underdogs. They just, yeah, three point spread. Really? That's easy for me. And that, that fills out everyone's parlay. So we'll go over that again when the other games are done, but yeah, um, Panthers taking it easy. I don't see the Raiders doing any damage. And that defense, I don't think they could stop whatever the Panthers have on offense. I'm so excited to see what Teddy Bridgewater can do. Um, yeah. I, the only thing that maybe could really change the game is if the wide receiver group for the Raiders are better than what I expect. Henry Ruggs and Hunter Renfro, if they do something insane, especially with Josh Jacobs and Nelson Aguilar, I think Jacobs will will have a good game like he always does. But um I don't know. I, it's one of those things where I have to really be – I have to see it first before changing my mind. Yeah, that that was – that sounded – sounds like some, some good – some good uh, some good insight right there, Lucas. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> some good insight. All right. 
All right, fellas. So, of course, we have the big slobberknocker that is the Miami Dolphins against the New England Patriots. Miami Dolphins, who just dropped two attack by low and had those first three round picks to go along oh, to, uh, to one of those, including, yeah, of course, Tua. Um, they also drafted Josh uh, Jackson. I know jo- Josh Jackson. No, I should know this. Uh, so the guy from USC, of course, offensive tackle. Duh. Uh, Austin Jackson. I knew I was wrong. Josh um, Jackson's our friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if he was, was on the offensive line, then we'd be worried. But it's okay. Yeah, we'd be worried. <laughs> it's okay. Anyways, yeah. So Austin Jackson, excuse me, offensive lineman from from uh, USC. Um, of course, they they have that team. They retooled. They have B. Flow as their head coach. He's coming back for his second year, so that should be a really fun uh, news. But of course, we also have it against the New England Patriots, who have to replace about eight or nine of their starters just from guys who opted out. Of course, we're also talking about guys like Tom Brady, who this is first year with not being on the Patriots. So how does Bill Belichick recoup with that? Well, guess what? He got Cam Newton. So that answers that question. I mean, of course, we're not talking about the third in the same breath, but. If you do have, if you could get a replacement, Cam Newton might be one of the best ones you could get. So good for mm-hmm. him. You know, so you have that team. You have that offense, which uh, they, they retooled their offense. They retooled their receivers a little bit. I'll be honest with you, a little bit. They, because they needed to, because they had no receivers last year. Um, they also got, they also, offensive line, of course, they they got rid of their offensive line coach. So he will not, he will no longer be there. But they still do have, they still do have Bill Belichick. And that counts for something, but that is, but for me, for me, that does not count for too much because even though the New England Patriots are favored by six and a half points in Foxborough, yes they are. They're favored by six and a half points in Foxborough. I actually have the Miami Dolphins beating them fourteen to nine. Wow! How how to come to that score? The reason why is because I see that the the Dolphins have Fitzmagic, I believe, starting in Denton. No, yes, sir. They have Fitzmagic over there starting for Miami. And, of course, the Patriots have, uh, besides besides Cam Newton, they have about absolutely no one on offense. So, well, they have, they have weapons. So let me, let me, let me just, let me just not, let me just not spoil that for the uh, guys who they, who people have on their fantasy football teams. But let me just say this much, that the, that Cam, it's going to be Cam Newton show in this, this year in Foxborough. And I don't know how I feel about that. I don't feel too strongly about that for first week. So that's why I chose the Dolphins to beat the Patriots 14-9. What do you guys think about? Um, I'm a, I'm a agree with you on the win, but I think it's going to be a little bit more than uh, the Dolphins got Fitz Magic. He's starting. He's going to throw for a thousand goddamn yards. Oh, you wow. got the, the only thing I'm real concerned about is that run game. You got Jordan Howard, Matt Breda, um, and and then they went to go trade for that uh, Lynn Bolden Jr. That the Raiders, their third, they traded the third round pick. So that's the most Raider shit ever. But they got Devon, <laughs> they got Devontae Parker. And they got Preston Williams. Preston Williams um, had a couple breakout games last year. Um, um, Mike Gusecki? Oh, Mike, Mike Gusecki as well. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mike uh, the, um, I thought we were talking about another team right now. Um, Miami. Uh, Miami's defense is beefier. You know, they got Byron Jones. They got Van Noy. Um, they just have a better defense. And I can't name a New England Patriot starter besides McCordy and Gilmore because the rest of them opted out. Um, Fitz, I think Fitzpatrick is going to have a field day. Cam Newton is not going to get it going because he has no receivers. He has Julian Edelman. He's a slot guy. I am looking for a big game from Nikhil Harry. Um, I'm going to see. Um, they, they drafted them in the last pick a couple years ago. Um, 
and I think that was the first time the Patriots drafted a black dude in the first round. So they usually well. draft white dudes. Um, but I think that guy is 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 talented. He had a lot of entries um, that step him back. But Cam Newen, um, can he learn that playbook? Can Bill Belichick create a, a Tom Brady? Probably not. Cam Newen is talented MVP in whatever year that was. Um, he did have some time to rest, but if you see on his Instagram, um, you can't read his post, but you'll definitely see that he can work out, and he's been putting in work. Um, uh, they might even put Stidham or Hoyer in if he doesn't good, but I believe that Sony Michelle and James White will dominate that two punch in the run game. Uh, but I am going to take Miami. I think just pa- Patriots don't got enough, and I, I just see him. It's just going to be like a shit show on their ends, which which is not very familiar when it comes to the Patriots. I don't care if you got Bill Belichick. You need talent, and I know Bill Belichick could turn nobody somebody's, but they just got too much nobodies. And I'm going to take the score: Miami 28, New England um, 13. Wow, you guys broke that down perfectly, David. I want to go off what you said. As you need talent, definitely. And um, God, I was going to build this up, but some things don't ever change, guys. And I still think that Mike or Bill Belichick is going <laughs> to somehow. Get a W, man. I, I think that would be the most Bill Belichick thing ever. Lose Tom Brady, lose so many players opting out the season because of COVID, and still find a way to win week one. I guess the team, I think that the Dolphins, on paper, have a better team talent-wise than the Patriots for sure. But I don't think it's enough. Uh, just I just expect one stupid little... I don't know, Bill Belichick performance where he's just going to – it's just everyone's going to shake their head after we see this performance. I don't know. It's in Foxborough. Uh, that's just what my gut is telling me. I, I can't go against the Patriots until I, like, really see them fall. And um, I don't know. But I have to score. Dolphins 28, Patriots 30. You're going to give them 30 points? Yeah. I, I think that would be the most Belichick thing ever, honestly. Well, okay. I think just to get a, just to get a W. All right. Well, yeah, just to get a W. I mean, they'll do what it takes to get a W. We all still, we all know what happens with the Flake Gate. Spygate, yeah, Spygate uh, 2.0. Spygate 2.0, 3.0 if you can deflate gate. Um anyways, well I guess not really there was a deflate. But anyways, now we move on to the other AFC East matchup of the week. We have the New York Jets against the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo is favored by six and a half points. I have went let me see what I do. Okay. So now I went with the Buffalo yeah, Buffalo Bills to win this bet. I believe that the score will be – this bet, I'll be honest with you, I might change it up. But right now I have 21-10. I think the Buffalo Bills will win the bet handily. And also, mind you, I also just want to say that uh, this was this actually – this will be the one completing my parlay. The Buffalo Bills against the New York Jets is completing my parlay because I hadn't completed it yet. I had five games. It's my sixth one. I have Buffalo Bills winning 21-10. We'll see if that score holds. But what I will say, though, is that – with Josh Allen and those boys over there in Buffalo with with Sean McDermott. I almost said Doug McDermott, different uh, basketball player. Um, it was Sean McDermott over there with those boys over there with that defense, with, you know, Tredavious White just getting paid with with all those boys over there with uh, – who else is there? Nah, who's, who's the running back? What's the running back's name? Zach, Marson, uh, Zach Moss and Devin, uh, Devin Singletary. Yeldon. De- Singletary, yeah. Singletary, Yeldon, Moss, all those boys over there. Plus you have – you know, you have those the receivers, and you have just that that team over there. It's it's one of those teams that it's gonna surprise you. They're gonna they're gonna come on this field. They're gonna surprise you. They're gonna make the playoffs. But we'll talk about that later. But what I will say though is that they will beat the New York Jets, who have Sam Darnold, Le'Veon Bell, um, and um, 
Uh, that's about it. Uh, I mean, they got also Brishad Perryman for the Bucks last yep. year. Yep. Yep. And they, they drafted uh, Denzel Mims. Okay. And they also have Jamison Crowder. So they have some players they, that, you know, you can some, maybe look forward to. They have some pieces. They have some pieces. Right. But not, so. but not, but not enough for Buffalo. I believe Buffalo will overcome them. Again, 21-10 is the bet, which means they will cover the spread. Guys, what is your bet on them? I'll let Lucas go first. Go ahead. Yeah, um, thanks. I <laughs> I like the Bills are one of those teams where, like, yeah, they, you have a really nice balanced team that you addressed patiently. You get Stefan Diggs in the offseason. That's your biggest acquisition and the one that everyone's looking forward to pay the biggest dividends. Defensively, you have a lot of uh, people on the squad, and then you add, you add Josh Norman in the offseason trying to revive what was an elite Josh Norman maybe two or three years ago. And now, uh, you know, he, you've seen him fall, but he was kind of in a messy situation over there in Washington. So let's see if he could do a lot better in a team where he should be able to plug in and he shouldn't be such a sore and a, and a, um, a detriment. So let's see if he steps it up. And yeah, like you said, we have some pieces on the jets that we can look forward to, but it's going to be too much to overcome. I got the Bills winning and covering the spread. Uh, Jets 10, Bills 20. The only reason why I don't know if the Bills will, won't score, score anymore is because last year they just seemed to be the team that just scored enough enough points. Uh, they We need to see them really take that next step and just put teams away. I think that's the biggest problem wasn't putting teams away and really running up the score and showing their offensive capabilities. We need to see more growth from Josh Allen, and then hopefully Diggs will help that. But for now, I have it just a nice, solid week Week one win, 20 to 10. What about right. you, David? Um, I, I love the Buffalo Bills, and I'm not going to be surprised when they do win this year because they are going to win a lot because I already think mm-hmm. they are. Um, a lot of people, they're going to turn a lot of people's heads, yeah. a lot of people's heads. And let me tell you why. Um, Josh Josh Allen hasn't thrown for more than 300 yards in a game, but this is going to be his first time in his career. Wow. I don't know if it's a crazy number. He doesn't throw for a lot. He also great on the run. He he um, his rookie year he led all um, rookie uh, or he led all quarterbacks in rushing that year, I believe. They got Stephon Diggs, you got John Brown, and you got Cole Beasley and Dawson Knox. Um, Zach Moss is going to take over that that starting running back position. Devin Terry is having a big problem with fumbles. Moss from Utah, that dude's a stud. Jets have no bell. They have no one but Bell, Donald, and C minus receivers. I want to. I can't put respect on the name because I just. I, I'm not. I'm just. I can't. And uh, Sam Donald, uh, if he doesn't have mono or even if he, oh, wow. he could do it. Um, but Le'Veon Bell, I think is the only. He's stuck in there for I don't know how much. He got paid, I believe, like sixty three. But the Steelers offered him 60, 65, and he thought he could get more, and then he ended up selling for, like, 62 or some crazy shit. But um, Le'Veon Bell is going to be the only guy there. They got rid of Josh Adams. I can't really – I know one of uh, CJ, uh, one of their biggest linebackers opted out to COVID. Uh, their defense is not there. Um, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna cover um, the spread by three times. I mean, the Buffalo Bills, I think, will score 23. I don't think they're going to score a lot, but I think Josh Allen will have a great game. And the Jets – this is me being extremely nice and generous because it's week one. I'm gonna give them ten points, wow. but I think Buffalo's gonna score twenty three. They're gonna be su- they're gonna surprise a lot of people. They already got a great defense and they beefed up their offense with Stephon Diggs. I think it's gonna work and Josh Allen's gonna throw for three hundred a couple times this year. There and he's go. also he can always run for a buck fifty two. So 
I'll yeah, take Josh he, Allen. He, yeah, Josh Allen for the win. I'll tell you that Josh much. Josh Allen that, for the win. He, he's going he's gonna to be a quarterback that's going to be tough to stop for the years to come. All right, so we've got the Philadelphia Eagles against the Washington football team. Now, the the Philadelphia Eagles, excuse me, are favored by six points. And this play, this, okay. game, this game is played being played in Washington or being played at the Washington Stadium. Of course, we're talking about Maryland, um, over or Washington D.C., close to Maryland, basically. Um, but let me tell you this much: the watch the Philadelphia Eagles are favored by six points. I have them. Let me see what I have. I have them going. Oh my God! I just realized what my score is. Okay, so uh, so I I just thought, I didn't check that before I'm right now. So I have the Philadelphia Eagles winning this game, winning the bet, thirty to seven. Ooh. Okay. Now thirty the thirty points come from I think that the Philadelphia Eagles are, have been hearing all those talks about that offense being washed, that offense being having nobody, that offense. Been dropping balls, even though Aguilar's only has been dropping them, and he's gone now. They've got Zach Ertz over there. They've got Jalen Rager, the guy they just drafted from TCU. They've got a, they've still got a lot. They still got a lot of those guys from the Super Bowl. They've got Lane Johnson still in the offensive tackle. Um, they 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 they've got they still got a deep. Of course, they're not as deep as when they won the Super Bowl. But let me tell you, they have weapons. They have enough weapons to overwhelm the Washington football team. They have enough weapons that that the score, I believe, will be thirty to seven. David, what do you got? I got the score being twenty-four to fourteen. Um, Washington. I'm being a little bit generous to Washington. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, big, big, uh, big. Um, he start. He's the starting quarterback, so this is big for him. Yep. Carson Wentz. It is if healthy. If he stays healthy, is pretty bad yep. for everyone in that division. Um, Chase Young looking explosive. He got the starting job over Ryan Kerrigan, the um, Pro Bowler vet. Eagles receivers, I think, is going to be a big part of this. I think they're going to turn around the narrative that they, they don't have wide receivers. You got Deshaun Jackson back. That dude is going to score on the special teams, and I can see him getting two more in the air because Redskins got no one on defense. If Josh Norman's there, retire, dog. Go go join a, a lead to leave. And, and have a coffee, dog. You, you should get out of there. Washington team, um, Washington sports team, or the fuck you want to call them. The, 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 the Washington sports team is great <laughs> dog shit. Um, they're, they're runner backs. Let me just name them for you. Antonio Gibson trash. Yep. J.D. McKistick, um, Peyton Barber, and Bryce Love. Hey, um, Adrian, Adrian, Adrian Geis is not even on there because he can't stay healthy in his first two seasons. Um, Terry McLaurin, Terry, Terry, Terry um, is great. I like him. Um, look at the other guys. You got uh, Terrell Inman. Yeah, Charger fans would know who the hell that guy is. Um, Steven Sims <laughs> Jr., Antonio Glanning-Golden, <laughs> Isaiah Wright, Kevin Harmon, Emmanuel Hawk. You, you, uh, you people from my yearbook, dog. These, I mean, the Washington team is straight dick. And I have no faith in them. Philadelphia Eagles don't have a secondary, but you're not going to need one because you only got Scary Terry, and you can just put your best uh, corner on him. It's going to be a great matchup. But Haskins, um, I put Alex Smith in. I love his story. He's coming back from a life-threatening leg injury. I think you should give him a shot, but they're giving Haskins a shot. I just didn't. I don't see it. I don't see him at all all year. It's going to be a hard year for them. The group, I think the Giants will finish better than them. Um, the Washington are going to get the number one pick. In the draft, wow. that's my early bull position. I think they're just straight dick, but that's just my that's just my opinion. <laughs> Tell how you really feel, Dave. I mean, straight up. I mean, I, I typed this all cap with no cap. You know what I'm saying? No, no, fair enough, fair enough. Lucas, what do you got? So, um, 
I have a big question because this is going to, well, first off, David, that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> but I was going to ask, do you know, do you guys know if Ron Rivera will be coaching in person? Um, I see. And that's another thing too. I don't know. He hasn't been in the facility. I think these last couple of days, I don't yeah. know if that's going to, how that's going to work. I think the Washington Redskins should just not become a football team anymore. I think, <laughs> they shouldn't even they should just drop out they should be like me in college and just drop out you know? oh wow. wow well this article says that he has cancer and plans to continue coaching yeah. and I'm, I'm imagining you know ron Rivera is a tough guy and um charges defensive you know, coordinator for a couple years yeah and yes. you know he, he took over a panthers team and really he led him to a super bowl and some nice playoff appearances some deep playoff I think that he's such a seasoned coach, and with everything going on, that this is going to be an upset going on. I really believe in Chase Young. Dude, that guy is a monster. Yeah, there's an upset going on, and this oh! is why. Ron Rivera, the team's going to rally around him. Chase Young's going to have a big game. I think Carson Wentz is going to be end up seeing ghosts. Who was it? Who was the quarterback last year seeing ghosts? That's Sam Darnold. Yeah. Uh, well, he's going to – well, somehow that disease got over oh, wow. to oh, no. Carson Wentz. And, oh, no. you know, just because of what Carson Wentz has gone through so much, you know, like injury after injury, he's definitely going to be looking for Chase Young. I don't know. I see a big upset coming because of who of is who? the coach, though. Because of the coach. Because oh, of Ron okay. Rivera. Is, the, is Ron Rivera going to play? Well, I'm just saying that's the reason why I picked <laughs> the Patriots. And that's, you know, I think that maybe he'll take Doug Peterson to school. I don't know. I see an upset coming. I wanted, I wanted to pick an upset. And um, I like Ron Rivera so much that this is what I had to go with. So. Um, who's gonna I... do good on that team? No, no, no. Who's gonna do good on that team? Who, who's gonna score? Who's gonna? Let me hear your score, and I want to hear how they're gonna score it and what players. Please. All right, all right. I think Dwayne Haskins can hit Terry McLaurin oh. for two touchdowns. Uh, two touchdowns. Tw- Twenty to thirteen. Twenty you know, to thirteen. We're gonna, we're gonna call this segment called the Stevie Wonder segment because you'll know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about, dog. You were blinded. What all right. Washington? I, I say, yeah. I I think that dude, they're gonna have to get a few. There's wins a better somewhere. chance the Jaguars winning the Colts. Than the Washington winning the Philadelphia. We'll see, man. Wait, wait, did you, wait, wait, did you say the Jaguars are going to beat the Colts though? Yeah, I believe in I believe in that more than that's because because you guys you sounded I, you sounded you sound like you made me sound crazy. I, I, I Lucas sound crazy, dog. Dwayne Haskins is he'll throw two interceptions. Just, Look, uh, hey, Dwayne has some nice games towards the end, of, and you know what? I don't think last year was a fair enough handshake for Dwayne Haskins. Um. Look, you finally have – look, let's just see what happens. Let's give Ron Rivera one chance. Hey. You can roast me all you want. I just want to see what happens. I really I really think Ron Rivera, if anyone could change a franchise quickly, it's him. So that's well, why. After 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 David's uh, after David's whole whole speech on why the Redskins are so trash, it's kind of <laughs> I know. Well, what am I gonna do? Change it, bro? You, I sent it to you. My scores. No, fair, no, fair, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Listen, I pre- I appreciate the back and forth. It's what makes this show one of the best I've ever I've ever been a part. I'm probably the best. Oh, definitely the best I've ever been a part of. But that that was funny. All right, moving on. Y'all, to- y'all, you're on drugs, Lucas. You need, I'm a drug test your ass after this. I will fail. I will fail. <laughs> I will fail. 24-14. That's me being a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. Dan, no, no, no. no. 20-13. No, no, no. You was saying his score. You was saying his score. Yeah, no, I'm saying oh, my oh. score is going to be 24-14, oh. but that's me being a nice guy, David, yeah, week okay. one. After this, I'm, I'm going in on teams. Ain't no more. You know, you know if they if uh, you're wrong, I'm going to be on your fucking head. Yeah, you better be on your head because Jacksonville's going to win in, uh, in Indy. 
Okay. All right. All right. Well, fellas, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll just say this much: you guys have a lot more courage than I do because I did not pick either of those teams in this game. But you know what? It is okay. It is okay. What do you mean? Now, what I didn't, why didn't, I picked the I picked the favorites in both of those games. You guys picked the underdogs. Oh, right, 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 right. So, um, anyways, moving on to the other Washington team. Of course, time with the team from Washington State. We're talking about the Seattle Seahawks against the Atlanta Falcons. This mm. is a, this is a tough game. A game between two great quarterbacks. Talking about. Russell Wilson versus Matt Ryan. We're talking about Pete Carroll versus uh, who's the coach in, in Dan Atlanta? That was it. Dan Quinn. Is he is he still there or did he get? Ah, oh, God. Let's just I'll look that for you. <laughs> no, okay. Okay. Well, Pete Carroll versus whoever the Atlanta Falcons head coach is. Um, that's still Dan Quinn. That's still Dan Quinn. Okay, good for him. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so of course we have Pete Carroll against his protege or one of his proteges, and Dan Quinn, a guy who came from the del- from the, the Seattle defensive staff over there uh, when they were winning those Super Bowl or when they won that Super Bowl and they were contenders back then. Um, but we have the Seattle Seahawks who are actually favored in this game by a solid two points, so not that much at all. But you know what? In fact, I think it's going to be the closest game of the weekend. Ooh. I believe that the Seahawks will win, but I do believe the score will be 22-21. to 21. So I do think the Atlanta Falcons, uh, the Seattle Seahawks will not cover. That is why I chose the Atlanta Falcons. But I do believe in total, if we're talking just who's going to win the game, Seattle will win the game, but it'll be just by one. What do you think about that, Lucas? (laughs) Um, I could totally see it being a shootout for sure, especially how last year I feel like the Seahawks kind of have a pattern of getting off to a slow start on the defensive side of the ball. And we saw that week one last year. I remember when John Ross lit him up in Seattle – and you're playing a Falcons team where Matt Ryan every year he's gonna he's gonna get four thousand and thirty touchdowns easily. Yep. And um, you know, I think it's gonna be another nice little shootout. But I think that it's gonna we're gonna talk about um way too early predictions for awards. I think that Matt Ryan or sorry, not Matt Ryan. Oh my gosh, Russell Wilson is going to be MVP of wow. this year. And um, just because he's gotten better every single year, he's gotten closer and closer to winning that award. Last year he got really close, but was just overshadowed by such a great season by Lamar Jackson. And, um, you know, I think that this is the year where he really makes that leap into that conversation where he's going to be commanding that MVP race. And uh, that's why I have Seattle winning 37 to 28. All right. Here you go. Here you go, Dave. Pop off. I'm going to take Seattle 24 to 20, but I'm going to disagree with Lucas and mm. I think Matt Ryan have a better shot at MVP than Russell mm. Wilson. Okay, okay. Todd right. Gurley is back in the mix. Is right. It's neat. Yeah. Is my mental stay okay? They're all know. the same answer. No, no, they're not. I don't think so. I think it's gonna be a one-two punch. Um, um, you got Brian Hill there and Ido Smith. Maybe one-two-three punch. Um, I don't think Todd Gurley is gonna be able to uh, be the guy he once was. Um, MVP candidate, fantasy football god a couple years ago. He just fell off, and um, I just don't see him coming back to that same state. Matt Ryan, on the other hand, though, got Julio Jones, and you got Calvin Ridley. I think that's the best, probably arguably one of the best one-two punch wide receivers, but it's not going to be enough because you got a deep, deep Seattle team in Wilson. Runner backs, you got Chris Carson, and they also signed Carlos Hyde. I, um, I'm not, I wasn't a big fan of Carlos Hyde. You also got Rashad Penny, too, there. But um, I think that there's going to be a committee there. You got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, 
DK Metcalf, and then you got <laughs> Philip um, Philip Dorsett, David Moore, Josh Gordon as well. Um, Josh Gordon part. is not available. Um, um, on I'm looking on DraftKings right now, but he's oh, not right, available. Right, right. But once he gets back in the mix, that dude was leading the league in receiving yards and didn't even play half of them while having Brian Hoyer as your quarterback. Give me more Josh Gordon. You can smoke all the weed you want, dude. I don't care. They signed Greg Olson. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I said that because I don't know if he's going to be a big difference, but Will Disley (laughs) and Jacob Hollister, they have three, four, five good players in every position, and they just called Jamal Adams as a safety. Um, Give me the Seahawks. Give me... The win, it's going to be, I think, what did I say, 24, 24 to 20. I think Atlanta's going to put up a tough fight. Do, uh, what was their head coach, Dan Gwynn? Is that his name? Dan, Dan Quinn. Um, This is way off topic, but he reminds me and looks like Steve Martin, the actor. I don't know why. He looks like a, like yeah. Steve Martin's like unidentical, identical twin. Um, and I think, I don't know why I said that, but it's just a little fun um, fact that um, I think it's a fact because he definitely does look like him. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. If you don't know who Steve Martin is, the guy from Cheaper by the Dozen. No, I, I know. I know okay. Steve Martin is. He, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> he looks. He look. He looks like Dan Quinn. If Dan Quinn era, if Steve Martin ate Steve Martin. Um, yeah, Dan, he really yeah, does. Is a, but is there's a, a little, slight. No, I, I see what you're saying. Facial facial features. They do have a little bit of slight, Very slight. resemblance. Yeah. Of course, I think Dan Quinn has less hair than Steve Martin does. But let's be honest here. It's okay because as long as you do football games, doesn't matter how much hair you have. Okay, he's gonna put uh, up a he's gonna put up a fight, but I think I'm twenty four twenty, and um, I'll take Matt Ryan over MVP over um, Matt Ryan's so underrated. He's one, he's definitely a top five quarterback in the league right now. You heard me, top five. That dude just put consistent numbers, but yeah. is overshadowed from Drew Brees in that in that division, and like you, know, Lamar Jackson, um, who. I don't want to get into that. I don't want to get into that. Uh, Patty Mahomes and then also Russell Wilson. That dude is underrated. Um, but I'll give him a top five right now, uh, quarterback, and he could be an MVP contention for sure, Leo. Oh, there we go. Love that. There we go. All right. So that concludes all the all the morning games or all the early games for Sunday. But we do have three later afternoon games on Sunday. We have, of course, first off, we have the Arizona Cardinals. Facing off against the San Francisco 49ers. We're talking about the Cliff Kingsbury-led Arizona Cardinals, who have Kyler Murray as quarterback, of course. They have the running back, uh, I believe it was... Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. They also have, of course, D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins. Over there, they've got Larry Fitzgerald, the guy who's been there for 17,000 years. They also mm-hmm. have... Um, oh, what's the Christian, Kirk. Christian, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, couldn't think of his name. For Andy some Isabella. And he's about, okay, we're just, we're just naming everybody at this point. But anyways, <laughs> we, we know who they have. Arizona Cardinals are going to have a deep, deep offense. They're going to have a team that's going to throw the ball around, love to throw the ball around, I'll tell you that much. But they're going against the tough San Francisco 49ers defense, who did lose to Forrest Buckner this offseason, but they also did replace him with Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. So let's see how that switch-up goes. They still have Nick Bosa, of course. Um, they still have a few guys on those defensive lines besides DeForest Buckner. They have they have the defense. They have that defense pretty much back from how they was last season. They have a lot of great weapons. They also are were the reigning NFC champions. However, was the score? No, wait, wait a second. Uh, literally on that one. Anyways, so the San Francisco 49ers are seven point favorites in this game, Ooh, and I God. did. I did take the seven points, and I gave them seven extra. So I believe the San Francisco Fires will win by 14. I have their score as 24. Oh, no. I have the Cardinals as 10. 
Oh okay. no. Here's the reason why. Oh listen, no. Listen, listen, the Arizona <laughs> Oh hell no. The Arizona Cardinals are gonna obviously have a great offense. However, their offensive line is 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 gonna be much it's gonna be improved from last year. But against those defensive linemen, if they can't throw the, if they can't get that ball off, throwing that ball off, it doesn't matter who you have as your weapons. Oh, no. They're not. It's not gonna catch it, David, I, David. I can already hear you say that. So you know what? I want to hear what you got to go. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a rebuttal while I'm hot, dog. Here we go. The 49ers choked defensively against the Chiefs. They had a Super Bowl ring in their hand. Their wide receivers, Debo Samuel, did not practice Wednesday, which is today, and he's most likely not going to play. So let's go to wide receiver two, Kendrick Bourne, Brandon Ayuk, rookie. Trent Taylor, how long have you seen him on the field? You've seen him on the sideline more. Dante Pettis. He's good. Was a legit wide receiver one two years ago, but was he now? Go, go. And and then um, you got uh, Moser and Tim Coleman and McKinnon. If if McKinnon tears his ace, he has a better shot of tearing uh, his ACL for the third time than than scoring ten points in the game. Now let me move over to the Arizona Cardinals. Well, it's you got Kittle. It's still got Kittle. Okay, all right. You got George Kittle, <laughs> but he, he ain't gonna, he's going to catch twenty balls. Yeah, he's going to catch twenty balls. Catch 20 and you got Jordan Reed there. His balls. old ass. Moving on to the winning team, <laughs> you got the, the the Arizona Cardinals. Let me tell you who's wow. going to eat. Kyler Murray's going to eat. Wow. Kenyon Drake is going to eat. D-Hop's going to eat. You get Christian Kirk in there in the corner, in, in the slot. And then you got Larry Fitzgerald, that old bastard could fucking catch anything. That dude, wow. I will say it every single time, that dude has more tackles defensively than drop balls in his career. And another tight end, or, or tight end you probably don't even know of, Dan Arnold. And mm. then you got Max <laughs> Williams. Max Dan Arnold. <laughs> You, I'm going to draft this guy. I'm going to show you guys. Watch, oh, this yeah, guy's a let's mess. Let's go. Different. Let's go. We have draft Max, Max, Max yeah. Williams. You know he's he's yep. real about it because he has two X's, two X's in his yep. first name. Yep. Add another one because that dude's going to be nasty. That oh, wow. offense X, is X, X, X. disgusting. Oh, it's going to be disgusting. Kenyon Drake, um, the Cardinals offensive line, needs some help. Don't worry about it. Drop Who's, it off yeah. to Kenyon Drake. Drop it off to Kenyon Drake. PPR, God, he's going to be right behind Austin Eckler. Okay. And, and he, Austin Eckler is going to finish number one in fantasy, and Kenny Drake is going to be top five. I'll tell you that right now. That dude could catch and run. He his first game as as a Cardinal, he scored about like thirty points in like within. He's he scored multiple thirty points on the first game, and after that, Kyler Murray just run around, dude. You're a mini Russell Wilson dog. He could be MVP. Um, and then you got D Hop, dude. He just got paid, dude. He's going to be mailing those touchdown footballs to his mama every week, dog. About like three of them. So I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals over the San Francisco 49ers who digressed a lot. I know their defense is their defensive line is great. Um, is Richard Sherman still a legit cornerback? Uh, um, name two other defense defensive backs and I'll wait. Um, I'm going to take the Cardinals 20 and the San Francisco 19. I know, I know I, I kind of beefed them up, but it's going to be a close game. Yeah, yeah. No, I was saying, like, you, you really <laughs> easily beat up the Cardinals as if they're about to win by, like, 15 or 20. Like, you, yeah. You they're going to win. It's going to be close. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm being nice to the 49ers, giving them 19, but uh, I can see them scoring at, like, maybe 10. But I, I give them 19. Um, Jimmy Jimmy G's real business, but, I mean, their wide receivers, it's going to be it's gonna be hurting. And George Kittle can't catch every single ball. All right. Jesus Christ. Do I have to defend the 49ers after they just went to the Super Bowl? Yes. I mean, God damn. You have Raheem Mostert who emerged uh, and had put a game on his back last year in the playoffs. And you have Committee. Committee. 
It's going to be a committee there. That's fine. Just so a committee, that's even better. Debo Samuel, he's questionable. That's fine. Kendrick Bourne, Brandon Ayuk, uh, uh, the rookie, I, I think uh, that he's going to do well. I think he's going to benefit off of having George Kittle and Debo Samuel and Raheem Mostert being some type of a focus. So Brandon Ayuk perfectly fitting at the third wide receiver spot. Then defensively, you said name two more. All right. Jaquiski Tart at safety and the Jimmy go. Ward at the other free safety position. Name I mean, one more. Look, you, said, you said two. You okay, said two. Okay, name one more then. Emmanuel Mosley. <laughs> because, because I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think that, you know what, this is going to be a close game too, though, because you're right. Kyler Murray does have a lot of weapons now, and he did a lot with not too much last year. You beef up, get an offensive lineman in the draft in Justin Jones, which kind of weird that he's not on the starting depth chart. He's actually behind um, in the third string. I think that maybe not be updated. I'm not sure. Hopefully, because we need him, they would need him to really step up and protect Kyler Murray. Um, but you do have a lot of um, firepower there, and that's why I think it's a close game. I still have the Niners winning, but they are winning by one point. So that's kind of weird how you have the Cardinals winning by one point, David. But for me, it's 23-22 Niners and a really fun one. Wow. Arizona, dog. Arizona. They're, they're a hot team. They're well, my hottest NFC team right now, dog. Wow. Well, I have uh, Kyler Murray winning an award later when we do the awards, but yeah. Let's um, go. Yeah, I think I'm really excited. Let's go. All right. That sounds fun. Obviously, you both have the Cardinals, even though, even though Lucas, you have the 49ers winning, you have the Cardinals still winning that bet because they don't cover this, or the 49ers don't cover the spread. Right. So, uh, again, again, also did want to, did want to, did want to just say, to any 49ers fans as well as well, I guess to all the fans that David has offended. Just joking. This is a, this is we're all serious here. We're all serious here. But again, again, didn't really have much to go without with that. So we're just gonna move on. Poor Pastor, like I didn't say anything else right there. All right. So we have we have two of our final games, and of course they involve two our two favorite teams. I'm gonna start off with the Tampa Bay Bucks versus my New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. But before I say my option, before I say who I think is gonna win, I'm gonna say that the New Orleans Saints are favored by three and a half points. But I will let you guys take the floor on this one first. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll take it first. Um, let me go to my prediction. Where did it go? Oh yeah, so I have the Saints winning this one. We already know what the storyline is for the Bucks. And Tom Brady, yada, yada, yada. I'm tired of hearing it, man. I, I know We all know that they have weapons, and I expect them to score. I'm not going to lie. And it's usually a, a shootout in the Superdome. But yep. also, the dome is where the breeze lives, man. And No crowd, where, though. There's no crowd there. But there's think, a, bri- but there's a breeze fine. coming through. Yeah, the breeze coming through is coming oh, okay, from Drew Breeze. Okay. Um, he's a dome general. Pause. God damn. He likes giving dome. <laughs> he, he likes giving dome. He, oh wait. Pause. No. 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 But, uh, hey, listen, David. After, after so many details, are you? I don't, I don't hear it. I don't dog, hear I'm it. Hot. I'm hot. I'm ready. I'm yeah, ready, yeah. dog. Yeah. But you, yeah. But you, <laughs> uh, pause. Finish your pause. shit. Pause. Pause. But uh, the Saints. I mean, easily the. I think they are the most complete team in the NFL. The hot. I think they're the best yep. team. Um, if they would have gotten Jadavion Clowney, I think you could have gift wrapped him this Lombardi trophy and said we were playing the 2021 season. I really, this is my pick for the NFC representative for the Super Bowl, and you're not going to find any holes. Their defense, a bunch of dogs. It reminds me of like the Bounty Gate era type. Oh, wow. No, seriously, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it does. Jeez, uh, the amount of, <laughs> the amount of uh, um, really just ballers on on the defensive side and the secondary, especially. Yeah, Savage, Marshawn Lattimore, I like a yep. lot, and Malcolm Jenkins. Yep. Um, 
So I think that they're going to take this one just be- also because you're not going to stop or stop Drew Brees and with especially with that really piss poor defense that the Buccaneers have. So 34-27 health uh, nice victory for the Saints and what should be an entertaining one. What do you think, David? Here we go. I'm a go. Here okay. we go. Okay. I'm going to okay. go with the New Orleans Saints winning by yep. 135-34. Let me tell you why. Oh, that's close. Tom Brady has a loaded offense. Yep. I'm real concerned about the run game. You're going to get Ronald Jones in there. Um, Krishan Vaughn, I believe that's his first name. I just guessed when I don't know their first name, and I guess is that. And then you got um, Leonard Lennon, Burdett there. Um, I, I think much mouths to feed there. Um, and they and oh, Shady McCoy, who was named the starter. Shady McCoy, wow. that dinosaur reminds me of Frank Gore. He's just a dinosaur. Was named that, starter. That's the last time I heard. I um, it could have changed. They do got. Um, Mike Evans is also day-to-day questionable, um, mm-hmm. but they got Gronk, you got O.J. Howard, and you got Chris Godwin, legit wide receiver. Um, respect, they're, they're, they're in the top five, respectively, maybe top ten. Um, Gronk, uh, that dude, I don't know, he, I mean, this dude won a WWE championship since he's retired. <laughs> that dude's partying, he probably, I, I, I just don't know his, I never really liked him, to be honest. I, I don't like him at all oh, as no. a person, or I just, I don't like him at all. No. Um, and they, they, you know, the little acronym for Tampa Bay is TB. TB twelve. It should be. Oh no! Oh god! DNB for or NDB <laughs> for no defensive backs. There's no, no one facts. there. There is no one there. They've been. I say this every single year when Fist Magic was throwing 400 yards and they still lost. Let me tell you why. They have no defensive backs. They're, they, I, they, they did have one and a great talent from I believe Florida Hargraves, but Hargraves. he's been bouncing around the league. I can't name. If, if I had a gun to my head and the dude said name one, name one defensive back from the Tampa Bay, I'll say, dude, pull the trigger, dog, because I ain't got <laughs> I got name no one, dude. It, they, they're gonna take a Chiefs approach to this season, high power offense to little to no defense. They do got Shaquan uh, Barrett, that dude I believe got snubbed Shaquille. in the Pro Bowl last year. Shaquille yeah, Barrett, Barrett um, that dude is a stud. I really think he is, um, and that's the only dude I can name on that defense. The Dominic Sue. Dominican Sue, yeah. that dude, that dude is the biggest finesse in the NFL. That dude stays getting paid ten million dollars per year and just <laughs> hopping around on a pogo stick on teams, dog. So I'm gonna take the Saints. They got Emmanuel Sanders. They got Michael complain a lot. Thompson. You got oh, wow. Drew Brees. You got you got a Camara who um is most likely gonna get signed a contract. Um, I was I was kind of wary on that. If they didn't sign him, I didn't think he was gonna do good. But he was my fantasy football god two years ago. Um, right this song. Uh. Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. Yes, I had those three guys on fantasy. I'm that good, but um, I'm gonna take the Saints. It's gonna be it's gonna be a shootout, but the Saints have a way better defense, way better offensive line. Defensive line, I will give to Tampa Bay, but um, I, I, when I weigh it all out, I'm gonna take the Saints, and it's gonna be by one point. Tom Brady's gonna come back, but I think Lattimore is gonna shut shit down. Like you paid play on the cable bill, dog. They're gonna shut that shit down. So I'm gonna yeah. take the Saints. Um, over Tampa Bay. I was going to take Tampa Bay just to piss you off, wow. but um, Tom Brady's on mm-hmm. that team, wow. and I can't. If his magic was a quarterback, I would I would have taken Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl, but yeah. um, that's my take. Well, that's that's fair. All right, so we all know I'm a Saints fan. I think we all yep. know who I'm going. I know. I think we all know who I'm going for in this game. I would obviously. hope so. Well, if I wasn't a Saint, if I was a Saints fan and I chose the opposite team, then I think we'd have problems with myself. Plus, with the culture, I don't think I'd be invited to Mardi Gras, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but what I will say, though, is that 
David, you said that the Tampa Bay, you said name one Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, defensive back. Well, I can name you about, I don't know, eight, because um, I have a list in front of me right now. But you know, <laughs> I, but what I will say is they did draft Antoine, Winf- Antoine Winfield Jr. from Minnesota, who, um, you know, is going to probably gonna be the starting defensive back, and uh, he's going to be a rookie. So that, that shows you how deep they are in, on that position. Exactly. So, but what I will say, though, is that I have the Saints win this game, of course. I can't say that. Um, but the Saints are going to be winning this game 33-30. to 30. Now, the Saints, I don't think, will cover the spread. Just because even though I'm a Saints fan, I do not undervalue that uh, offensive offensive team that they over, that they built over there in Tampa Bay. I think, obviously, with Bruce Arians as head coach, you have that offensive staff. Regard, and not even talking about who they have on their team. You have, you know, guys like Tom Brady... Gronk, you know, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, those three beautiful, those other two guys, tight ends, they have Cameron Brait, they have OJ Howard, they have those three running backs, they have, you know, Art, you know, Rojo, they have LaShawn McCoy, they have Leonard Fournette, plus they have that offensive line as well, so they have, they've got a good offense team, defensive team leaves a little bit to be desired, but it's okay, because when you score points, doesn't matter who you have on defense, plus you saw the Chiefs are pros, didn't the Chiefs win the Super Bowl last year, my point exactly. I'm just saying that I'm just saying that the Chiefs had a little bit better of a defense than the Patriots did. Uh, sorry, the Patriots than the Buccaneers do, but it is okay because I have the Saints winning this game, 33 to 30. Now moving on to the final game of the prediction set, prediction section, and of course it involves the LA Chargers, and it is the Los Angeles Chargers taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, the L.A. Chargers are, of course, three-point favorites against the Cincinnati Bengals, who have Joe Burrow. They have, you know, those guys they drafted. They have A.J. Green. They have a bunch of all those players. But you also have the L.A. Darlings. You have the team (laughs) from Hard Knocks. You have the L.A. Chargers with Tyrod Taylor starting, Austin Eckler, and Justin Jackson behind them. They have they have that offensive line. They have, of course, Keenan Allen. You can't mention the Chargers without mentioning Keenan Allen. They have Mike Williams, who I believe is going to be Hollywood for this game. It, questionable. Question questionable. Okay, well, don't get. I got ahead of myself on that one, but I think he'll be playing the game hopefully. But what I will say though is that defense is is a, is improved from last season. If I if I do say so, if I, if I do. No, mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, they do. Okay, they are. Anyway, <laughs> I, anyway, I just, just, just okay. Just want, just want to make sure they. Have, of course, they have Casey Hayward. Of course, the the longtime Charger. They have the guy from Denver, Chris Harris, who I forgot his name to the last second. They have, um, you know, of course, they have Joey Bosa. They have Melvin Ingram. They've, they've got, they've got, they've got a squad of guys. They've got. They are one of my secret dark horse picks for the AFC this season. I'll tell you that much. They're gonna be they're gonna be a tough team to t- tough team to take down. So tough, in fact, that I think they're gonna win this game twenty one to fifteen, which will more than cover the spread, which I believe will be more will will be a strong win for them in week one. Will be a coming out well not coming out party a coming back party for Tyrod Taylor to prove that even though Justin Herbert was selected number six, he is not the starting quarterback for this season at least not yet. I don't know. We'll see later in the season what happens. But what I do say is that week one Tyrod Taylor is going to lead those San Diego the Los Angeles Chargers. Excuse me. Oh, sorry. That was my that was totally my bad. I did not make Uh-oh. a mistake. That's a sin. I don't know. <laughs> oh, 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 the sin to stop herself. Anyways, I believe the Los Angeles Chargers will win this game 21-15. I will let whoever which one of you take it away because I know you Lucas, both. you could go ahead. Go for it. All right, we talked about this, me and David did, on the Chargers podcast extensively, so I won't go too far into it. But I think that 
on paper, the Chargers definitely have a lot more um, weapons and um, just a better team all around. It's going to be so hard for Joe Burrow. I mean, this task that he has in front of him, I mean, no preseason. We talk about that all the time. And then you're just not going to be accustomed to even getting warmed up to the NFL speed. There's no little, you know, there's no little foreplay with the preseason. You're just getting thrown in there. And, you know, speed all the way. You're facing right away your first task, Joey Bosa, Linval Joseph, Justin Jones, and Melvin Ingram on that defensive line. That's what's coming at you every single play. That's one. That's a top defensive line right there. And that's not even mentioning the guys that they have in the secondary. So, Really tough task for Joe Burrow. It's going to be a testament to how well he played last year to see how well that transfers over this year with, you know, with everything going on. He does have weapons, though. AJ Green, my comeback player of the year nominee. Um, and then John Ross, Tyler Boyd, uh, T. Higgins, who uh, I think is really ex- exciting to see. That should be a fun matchup to see them going against the Chargers secondary. But still, I think much and um you don't really know what to expect from the Chargers offensively with Tarad there there's so many new things that I think that Seth Ryan's going to implement that we're not we haven't really seen from a Chargers team we're not used to seeing and it's going to be refreshing so it's going to be kind of an overwhelming game I think you're going to see easily um Chargers winning on a healthy one 33 to 15. Let me tell you something right now (laughs) do you guys do you guys have a neck brace uh, 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 Ron no. Taylor is the hot chick walking down the street Wait, and all these much un- immature ass don't know what the fuck <laughs> they know fans uh-huh. are gonna turn their heads on Tyrod Taylor because this flourish she's in a great offense you got Austin Eckler a guy you could dump down to uh, Justin Jackson and then you got Josh- Joshua Kelly from UCLA um um oh I know I know uh um um, Julian will would know who that is because uh, um, Joshua Kelly, oh, Joshua Kelly from, from UCL from UCLA. <laughs> this guy ran for two hundred, almost three hundred yards in the USC. Yeah, I yep. remember. Yeah, okay. Uh, so you do know. Uh, yeah, um, I remember and then him. You got, if Mike will is healthy, that's great. If not, I'm kind of concerned. Their wide receiver two, three, KJ Hill or Joe Reed, Guyton. Um, those guys got to step up. Those guys you probably never heard of. But those guys got to definitely step up. Uh, Burrow's first game with no preseason, like um, Lucas said, and like last podcast but i do want to say something right now on the record julian you haven't heard me say this lucas you have t higgins is going to be the next dk Metcalf. that dude's just built different his mom fed him nails without no milk that <laughs> dude is going to be a monster behind john ross tyler boyd joe burrow is going to throw his first two touchdowns and also his first two interceptions in the same game i have the the um almost said lakers i have the los angeles chargers winning 24 to 14 joe burrow is going to get it get um get knocked around, sacked a couple times. You've seen him in, in training camp, his defensive line chasing after him. And uh, I believe the Chargers' defensive line is probably one of the best. Uh, Joe Mixon is going to eat, though, but not enough for a touchdown. I, I can see him getting about 80 yards. Um, the Chargers' run defense is still kind of – I like the players, but I don't know how it's going to work because our run defense was our biggest weakness since last three, five, twenty five thousand years. So um, we've always been bad with that, but we beefed it up. Uh, the Chargers finally realized what the weakness is, and we're filling the holes. Um, the IMS, I guess this is how it feels to have a normal franchise because Chargers <laughs> fans are not used to that. So I'm real excited. Um, I think Tyrod Taylor get a couple, and I see Austin Eckler getting a couple. One on the ground, one um, through the air. Keenan Allen, best route runner, unbiased and biased opinion. Tyrod Taylor, um, I can see him running for 50 yards plus and throwing for 200. Um, he doesn't have to do much because the defense is going to take care of business. Well, okay. 
I like that. Oh, one last thing, though. I think the only thing for the hope for the Bengals is if the Chargers' run defense isn't improved, like you said, David. Joe Mixon is suddenly the Joe Mixon from two years ago. And what really would be nightmares for the Chargers if that offensive line after their acquisitions wasn't as good as they expected to be. And you see Carlos Dunlap, DJ Reader, and all those guys on the defensive line for the Bengals just have a field day on that left side of the ball. I think that left tackle, just watch that left tackle position. If that doesn't do well, then that could be a deciding factor for a game. But what do you think, Julian? Yeah, I mean, you you guys said it best. Obviously, you guys know this team more than I do, especially, you know, the Chargers and stuff. But I do say this much is that Joe Burrow over there, let me just say Cincinnati fans, Joe Burrow over there is going to be a guy who you should have confidence in. It's just how they manage him because, you know, they have Zach Taylor, the guy who they brought over from, I believe it was from L.A. with the Rams. It was, a, it was the Rams. He was, offense, he, was a, he was a quarterback's coach from the Rams, and he became the uh, offensive, He became the, uh, the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, of course, made a really big transition from that. So hopefully in year two, he's able to take that team to another level with, of course, Joe Mixon, the guys you've already mentioned ahead of time, plus Joe Burrow, the two Joes. Um, you know, it's just, it's just going to be one of those things, man, where I don't think week one he'll have the confidence ready yet. Who knows? He might. But I do think that the Chargers week one will get to him. We'll rattle him a little bit. But I think overall he'll have a healthy career. So hopefully good things for Joe Burrow coming up, just not week one. Ah, ah, man, I had a bit of coffee mic put out really quick, guys. <laughs> uh, but what I will say, though, is that, of course, we have a little bit of the show left. And with this little bit of the show, I'm going to pass it on to Lucas because we have a big giveaway coming up, and he will tell you more about it. Yes, guys. So we've had our monthly giveaway that kicked off earlier this week. We're giving away a $100 gift card to the NFL shop. All you have to do is follow Sports Guy David on Twitter, the Fantasy Sports on Twitter, and me, Sugar Free Lucas, on Twitter. And then um, also there will be the post. There will be a posted uh, tweet. It'll be the first tweet you see on our pages, and it will be about the um, the giveaway and. To enter, you retweet, like, or comment. You could do one or all three. If you do all three, that's extra entries. And that's it. So just follow all three accounts and like, retweet, and comment the post on there. And you'll have multiple entries. You can also follow or um, look at, like, let's say this Fantasy Sports Cave. You retweet mm. that one. And if you look at my page and you retweet that one, that's also multiple votes three times you could do three votes on each post so there's already been over 50 entries thank you guys for that and keep it going um so that's basically it and it'll be announced at the end of the month the winner and we are doing this monthly on a monthly basis guys so keep entering um get your gear and we appreciate the support Julian, do you have a social media now, or is, do you have Snapchat still? I still got Snapchat, man. Y'all follow me on Snapchat, really, please. I need it so much because <laughs> my Odell thing did not pop off. And I'm going to be honest with you, I was a little heated, but it is okay. It's okay. We're getting past it. Anyways, on Snapchat, you can follow me at Be Like Julian. That is like Be Like Mike, like Michael Jordan's campaign and, and Gatorade. But it's Be Like Julian. Uh, the B and the L and the J are all capitalized. There is no space, no underscore, just all BL. Be Like Julian. All one, all one big word. Lucas, where can they find you at on Snapchat or in or social media? You find me on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas. And then if you want to follow my Instagram as well, <laughs> Lucas underscore Reyes. What about you, David? You can find me on any social media, TikTok, Twitter, 
and Instagram Sports Guy David. My episode will be up um, by the time you hear this. It will probably be up uh, Winging and Wing Wednesday, both on the Fancy Sports Cave, um, Fancy Sports Cave on Instagram and Fancy Sports Cave on Twitter. If you follow me, I reposted all of it on there. And uh, yeah, just Sports Guy David on everything. Yeah, but all right, you know. So for the Fancy Sports Cave guys, and for Wild and Wednesday, we are out. Oh,